0: Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag3, whoever he is.
1: you believe your grandfather
2: is racist uh, i believe he held holds racist tendencies and beliefs why do you say that he's just a stock american christian male the older you know that's just how they are it's uh, the conspiracies and weird random racist things that they say yeah, I don't, and it doesn't make sense but they're just scared
3: I don't need to be it's not against the law you
2: what do you mean they're scared? I feel like a lot of people of that generation are caught up in this uh, 24-hour news cycle of fear and, and paranoia perpetuated by some other news stations, and that reinforces and galvanizes racist people and their beliefs. I doubt
3: it. You are
2: fake news. Congratulations, buddy. Very fake
4: news. You sound like a hysterical, bleeping, snowflake, lesbo bleep.
1: I agree
2: with that you suck fuck you oh, all right america go to the youtube right now
4: big ups to rebecca for keeping matt woke
1: congratulations <laughs> to both of you you're awesome
2: matt. i can't do it we'll do it live
1: okay. oh. we'll do it live fuck it
0: hello and welcome to the show it is a great show it is a terrific show it is a tremendous show Frankly, the very best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do, I'm told. This is the Matt and Blonde Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. I just watched, I know you just (laughs) watched, the Ray Epps 60 Minutes interview. It just came out. So, um, I won't be able to play much of it, other than what they released a day or two ago. Can confirm was hilarious. I am now much more convinced that he's a fad. Because he had no convincing explanation for all of his behavior, up to and including saying by text that he helped, quote, orchestrate January 6th. And did you catch the part where he said, yeah, I called up the FBI on January 8th to say, looks like I'm wanted for questioning. I'm here to surrender. I'm here to volunteer myself. The FBI was not interested in talking to me for two months after that. Why not? Dude. That's weird.
4: The marketing firm that uh, helped him get through this interview should have given him better answers. Like, the answers he was giving were just inexplicable. They're not even trying to convince people. That's what pisses me off. This was so low effort.
0: I'm so jaded. uh, And my response to everything is, that's not even him. That's a body double. All the time. It didn't... I think he's lost some weight to to his credit, I guess. I think he's lost some weight. So he looks slightly different. And in fairness mm. to him, he probably would be trying to look different if he's not. If he's trying not to be out of the public eye, which seems like he is. But the I don't hope know, he man. Has
4: cancer.
0: <laughs> Tiffany Dover. Ray Epps. I, I, I have a body double. This is not even the real me. I'm on the couch watching something else drinking a beer right now. You While do the, have
4: a body double. He goes to my gym. I see him all well, the time. He looks just like you.
0: Oh, well. Uh, I get, hopefully we're not. We've never been in the same place at the same time, right? So maybe it is me. Who knows? Maybe I'm doing some scouting. I need some North Idaho property or something. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we will discuss more of that in a moment. Uh, plus, we all knew it was coming. I don't even know why I had a moment of surprise about this. But yeah, the Alec Baldwin <laughs> Rust shooting saga is now all but concluded. In fact, he actually is nearby right now, resuming filming on Rust in Montana. They're saying it's still possible that he might get charged almost certainly now. Alec Baldwin got away with killing a chick.
4: I don't think it's over. I don't because think I gonna think he's going to, based on what I saw this last weekend, I think he's going to shoot someone else on accident. <laughs> and then it, we're going to be right back. I don't think they're going to let it go a second time. I well, he
0: know. did have a what it would appear to be a lever action rifle pointed almost straight at his own nuts. So maybe he'll shoot him.
4: Wouldn't that be something? Yeah.
0: We'll check in with that story. Then, uh, as you heard in the intro there, the grandson of Andrew Lester, who shot Black T and Ralph Yarl uh, at his home last week, he says his grandpa is very racist from watching so much Fox News. And that's at least in part why his grandpa did it. We'll discuss the case, plus a bunch of other cases that uh, are very similar to a fraction of the attention. The Bud Light lady behind the decision to make um, Dylan Mulvaney. What do you like better? Do you like Tranny Canny or Tran can?
4: Trancan,
0: Trancan, the Bud Light Tran yeah. can lady, she's out. Uh, administrative leave, and I, I'm still waiting until Amy Schumer gives the green light to drink Bud Light again. If, if Amy Schumer says it's okay, I don't know how Amy Schumer feels about this letting this uh, diversity inclusion expert go. Anyway, Our stocks
4: back up. We should have, we should have uh, gotten on that.
0: I've seen, I've seen people say that. I'm, I'm buying the right wing outrage dip next time. Maybe, yeah, maybe really. it's as Simple as that. Uh, there's another preposterous conviction on gun charges. This time it's the, uh, so-called, uh, auto key card case in which two men are now apparently going to prison for etching the wrong shape into a chunk of metal. I'll explain that later in the show, but this is yet another concerning case for both your second and first amendment rights. Later on in the show, journalist Seymour Hersh alleges Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, has been embezzling all your money, which is certainly believable, but... Uh, we do have some specifics to offer, or at least Seymour Hirsch does, if you believe them. And uh, before we get out of here, we have hoax hate—a uh, hoax hate double feature, in fact. And tonight's movie review is Titanic, so stick around. We'll see if it takes us three hours to talk about this three-hour movie. We'll catch you up on your super chat in between topics, as well. Of course, ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good, low-down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show for as little as a buck a month over on the website. That is mattchristiansandmedia.com. We also have show merchandise for sale over on the site. Plus, we have offers from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is who else? Our friends at Hero Soap Company.
1: Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company. Made in the USA. Chemical and fragrance free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company.
0: That's right. When you try Hero Soap Company, not only are you getting a great smelling all natural product, not only can you subscribe and get soap straight to your door each month, But as I first mentioned a few weeks ago, Now Hero Soap is offering signature soaps designed by yours truly. And by the way, this soap is so popular, it actually briefly sold out this week. But don't worry. Ah, Look at that. The supply has been restored. And just in case you're wondering, yeah, it was only the ball tingling one that sold out. That's Mm -hmm. the one that people want. (laughs) But speaking of the ball tingling one, try Timberline. It's a frosty pine experience where the forest meets the peaks. It's a woodsy scent with extra menthol for a high altitude cooling effect or try Old West. It's the smell of sweet leather and oak barrels ready to bust open the saloon doors. And I'm told this one is most excellent at cleaning wounds accidentally inflicted by Alec Baldwin. If only they had it (laughs) on the set of rust or maybe I could deliver some to the new set of rust on the other side of those mountains. Uh, Or, of course, try any of Hero Soap's other excellent offerings available in bar or liquid form. And be sure to use promo code MCLISTENER for 10% off all Hero Soap products. That's 10% off my signature soaps, Timberline and Old West, or any other products from Hero Soap. Using promo code MCLISTENER, you can find everything you need from our friends at Hero Soap, plus other great deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Western Razor Company, Kineo Mountain Woodsmithing, Sonoran Defense Technologies, and more. That's at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals, deals by listeners for listeners. All right, quick announcement before we hop into the news. I am officially trying to move, as in move into a new home uh, against the odds. I, I was convinced that I was going to have to leave Bozeman, Gallatin County. Yeah. Perhaps not. <clears throat> Found a spot in Bozeman that will allow me to stay. Uh, and accommodate a, a bigger family in the future. So we are working toward that actively right now. But of course, that requires a lot of steps to complete, uh, a lot of pieces to move, literally and figuratively. So um, I am doing my absolute best to maintain a normal, my normal work products and my normal uh, work schedule. reason I bring this up is just please understand if I seem less focused or uh, I miss a few details than I might otherwise. All of these side tasks that I now have to complete are explanatory, most likely, if that situation arises. And yes, if I'm not being as detailed as you would like, I will have more information later. Everything is very preliminary right now. Uh, but of course, the idea uh, is getting my my family into a, a bigger, more livable situation where we can grow our family for the foreseeable future. So it's very yeah. exciting. Uh, it's just early stages. So. I hear you. Forgive me if I'm distracted or not prepared, but I think we'll be good tonight. I say that, but something will happen. Anyway, uh, you saw you saw speaking of big news. Damar Hamlin had big news. Do you buy it?
4: No, but I, I kind of feel for the guy because it's like he wants to tell the truth, but he can't. You know,
0: it does have that vibe. He, yeah. he's, he's not saying everything he knows. For sure. Um, But recall the case of uh, DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills player who collapsed and suffered cardiac arrest on Monday night football on January 2nd. But of course, it had absolutely nothing to do with anything that you might think that it has something to do with. None of that. This was um, this week. DeMar Hamlin announced not only has he fully recovered, the headline Mm -hmm. of his announcement is that he plans to return to professional football. But as part of this announcement, Hamlin uh, finally clarified what happened to him. He said it was, quote, basically Commodio Cordis. As we've discussed previously, that's an extremely rare occurrence where sudden impact causes the heart to stop. Um, everybody told us that this was actually a normal thing, even mm-hmm. though nobody had ever heard of this until watching <laughs> Tamar Hamlin collapse and then scrambling for an answer. But here's Demar Hamlin's explanation this week.
2: The diagnosis of pretty much what happened to me was... Basically, commodio cortis, it's a direct blow at a specific point in your heartbeat that causes cardiac arrest. And five to seven seconds later, um, you fall out. And that's pretty much what everyone's seen January 2nd of this year. Commodio cortis is the leading cause of death in youth in youth athletes across all sports. So that's something that I personally will be taking a step in to make a change. it looks
4: like shit, dude.
0: He's been through some things. Commodio Cordes is the leading cause of youth athletes. If you don't count gang shootings of Chicago basketball players, then Commodio Cordes is the leading yeah. cause.
4: It's
0: very specific. Is that um, true? Well, he means on the field, of course. So I to, to be completely sincere, he means the leading cause of death among young athletes in the field of play. No, is, is it
4: true that it's gang violence?
0: What, then what is Gang violence.
4: That the oh. that the other greatest cause of death in
0: the oh well that I I, I was talking about that uh, in a video the other week uh, when they say that 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 guns are the leading cause of death oh, for right, children right, right. okay yeah, it's yeah. pretty much exclusive I thought
4: you were saying the NFL had a gang violence problem
0: no I sorry I meant uh, I was implicitly referring to like Chicago basketball courts as a place where you might find a lot of uh, yeah. athletic deaths yeah yeah
4: hard African Americans. <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, so first of all, uh, what is basically Commodio Cortis? Was it basically Commodio Cortis or was it actually Commodio Cortis? Because to say basically implies you're glossing over some significant detail. But if it was Commodio Cortis, why has Hamlin's answer changed? Or at least why is he willing to say it now? Because recall just two months ago in February, Hamlin appeared on Good Morning America and refused to answer what his medical diagnosis was.
1: How did Dr. describe what happened to you?
3: Um, um, that's something I want to stay away from.
4: Uh. That's how
0: it aired. That's not even edited. At least not by me. It's by ABC. But if, Commod- if Commodio Cordes was the answer and has been the answer the whole time, why would he refuse to answer then? You can give that answer and let the pharmaceutical companies off the hook. So what was the hesitation at the time? Um, when, uh, when what do you s- think
4: the arrangement here is that they paid him a bunch and in exchange he is contractually bound to not say anything about this? Do you think it was actually <laughs> pharmaceutical companies? Do you think it was the NFL?
0: I'm going to guess the terms of the deal were under construction at the time of that original interview and they are now finalized. That's going to be my guess. I I can't tell you with confidence what happened to him. A, I'm not a doctor B. I wasn't there to evaluate him, but I can tell you with confidence as a layman, that is a guy who knows a lot more than he's saying.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, As far as Commodio Cordes being the leading killer of young athletes. Well, this is still something that's fewer than 30 times per year. It's not always fatal, almost exclusively teen boys. The mean age is 15. Damar Hamlin was 24 when this incident happened. And the reason that it happens to younger uh, teens is because their thoraxes are less developed, which means the heart is less protected from impact. Not only is Damar Hamlin an adult, he's an adult in peak physical condition whose job is hitting people all the time, wearing shoulder pads with a chest plate for chest protection. Mm. It's possible. I'm not here to tell you it's literally impossible for this to be the case. I just... If this is accurate, it is the rarest of the rarest thing ever. Anyway, speaking of miraculous recoveries, (laughs) after only two months and change off the job, hospitalized for depression and whatever other numerous diseases he assuredly has. Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania has returned to work uh, at the Capitol in Washington, DC. His initial appearance was exactly what you may have expected it to be, at least in terms of his attire. He, uh, he clearly chose, I would say, not to dress for the occasion. Doing,
1: Senator? Welcome back, Senator.
3: How are you feeling, Senator? Senator, are you confident you could serve your full six years?
4: Okay. And his gait is all messed up, too.
0: He's having Uh, a little trouble there. He looks unwell in many different ways. But if you thought that was a bad look, uh, that was actually the edited presentation that his office, that his staff wanted you to see. If you search around, you can find the unedited footage. It was actually even more embarrassing.
4: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: It's pretty good that they cleaned it up as much as they could, I would say.
4: What is his head shape?
0: <laughs> is it criminal? I don't know.
4: I don't know. I think it's just like, like, where's it? Where's his brain? Where does his brain fit into that head? It's uh, all pointing I, up here. It's I think it's just that the rest of his
0: seen. body is so gigantic. It looks proportionally wrong. I don't know. Uh, I forgot to grab the headline, but the Babylon Bee, they never fail. They had a good one. Uh... Oh, wait, no, I, I got ahead of myself. The ba- I, I have something else to talk about before the Babylon Bee headline, and that is that John Fetterman actually chaired a subcommittee meeting. So mm-hmm. he, he got to work um, chairing this meeting of the Senate subcommittee on food and nutrition and a bunch of other farm stuff. I forget the exact title, but but he really struggled to read his way through prepared remarks.
1: I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate subcommittee and food and nutrition, especially crops, organics and research to order we need to come together and stop playing political games with Americans access to food. Americans like chair about Clary Jor from the, to the town of Northeast in Pennsylvania He tells me that his victim was skimming which was when somebody stole money and he relied from it. SNAP EBT.
0: Right.
4: Oh god, you got to feel for the guy. Oh.
0: <laughs> Uh well, uh, if I had any sympathy for him, I have none for the people actually doing uh, w- putting him up to doing their bidding.
4: Let's put it I that know way. it's the same way you feel bad for. I don't know, like I feel bad for Biden sometimes. It's hard to watch somebody just Getting be soft. a disaster in public. You know, like like looking at like a hurt puppy that you know that was
1: four days ago, five
0: days ago.
4: I don't know. I mean, they, this guy has no business in politics. He can barely get through a sentence.
0: I think he's more sinister than a hurt puppy. But I take your point that the question of actual agency is a compelling one.
4: He's clearly lacking in agency. We can all agree. <laughs> we can all agree on that, right?
0: Uh, it'd be hard for me to make a case otherwise. But uh, that Babylon B headline, uh, Fetterman filibusters Senate for seven hours while attempting to say hello. That, it sounded <laughs> about like that. Um. Good for them. Now, I for all the, the valid concern and criticism that you've just mentioned, this is a man who can hardly function, someone's pulling the strings on him. He did actually have something of a uh I think a redeeming moment. Uh of course, I just mentioned body doubles a moment ago. This the conspiracy theory a few weeks ago that we talked about was that <laughs> he has a body double. And so John Fetterman made a TikTok video addressing the claims that, yeah, he he has a body double. And I thought this was I wouldn't say it was hilarious, but I would say it's at least like five percent funny or at least more funny than um, the vast majority of your typical progressive attempts at humor.
1: Hey, everybody, it's me, Senator John Fetterman, and I just want you to know that I'm back and I'm feeling great, a hundred percent. And you know, during my time during the hospital, the fringy fringies really came up with a conspiracy that I have a, a body double. And I just want you to know that is just crazy. That's not true. And I you know, dude, John, what event am I supposed to be doing this afternoon? Dude.
0: Really? Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Okay. So they also they also made the body double mentally defective. It was the attention to detail. <laughs> really well done. Great work. Oh my oh. God. Um and then uh, John Fetterman was exactly on time uh, at 420 on 420 to celebrate the occasion with a giant weed flag and the same facial expression he has that never changes. Maybe that's it, though. Maybe if I just smoke enough, I will reach the mental clarity necessary to understand this man. I don't know.
4: Well, it can't get any worse for him, so I kind of sympathize.
0: I'm sure he could smoke all he wants and not I know. He's like, I'm
4: already brain damaged. What's the problem?
0: Here? In any way. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Bud Light lady, as I mentioned, she is at least temporarily out, but they're not going to bring this lady back, are they?
4: I don't know. I mean, they're unpredictable, I think, until I saw uh, this picture of their marketing team. And then I was like, oh, all right.
0: Let me put that up. That's hilarious. How could this decision ever have been made? Is there a I think there's like one straight guy in the back, maybe.
4: Okay, dude on the left, obvious homosexual. That straight that guy in the on the back left, yeah. behind the homosexual right. man, ma- might be straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what? There, there are two other homosexual men. So three fags, maybe one straight guy, and then <laughs> and I, I see tricks. a bunch of like lesbians and minority women. Like, how, how could this have possibly happened? Why did they hire these people? <laughs> Diversity is our
0: strength. Diversity is our brew.
4: Yeah, clearly. Yeah, Alyssa Heinerscheid. Is that how you say it? Heinerscheid? Heiner. Heiner <Scheid>? I don't know. That sounds
0: like a strong German name to me. Isn't that what it is, or what? What the hell is that? It's hard to pronounce. I'll, I'll give you that.
4: Moving on. Yeah, all uh, right. That's. Blonde, I did a baby. lot of research on this name oh, today. You? Actually, you did a I Wikipedia
0: did. consultation.
4: <laughs> I did, and and you know, early life, nothing, and then, although I've heard that she is of a certain origin from my beloved Devon Stack, I could not find anything online about it today. All right, and I saw pictures of her celebrating Christmas with her family.
0: It's all a big off. That's exactly what she wants you, you to think, think. So, yeah.
4: So she was the the oversight in this Bud Light marketing campaign. She's taken a leave of absence, and Todd Allen, who is a standard white guy, vice president of global marketing for Budweiser, he has been appointed. Um, and I don't know if you guys we we touch on this a little bit, but um, she said in this podcast that the brand was in the brand was in decline, and that they needed to attract young drinkers yeah. and that they wanted to get away of this from this like fratty out of touch thing which nobody cares about. I mean do kids drink Bud light? I don't even know. You drink what well, is cheapest in college.
0: It's never a good idea to abandon your core demographic. And right. you might try to expand yeah. it here and there, but to abandon it entirely, which it, this quote appears to suggest they were doing, oh, it's a, we don't care about the fratty guys. No, trust me. You definitely care about the fratty but guys.
4: Of course. Yeah. You
0: must care about the fratty I guys. It's Everything like saying else is secondary. We don't
4: care about alcoholics. It's like, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You need the alcoholics. And you need the frat guys. Um, how many alcoholic trannies do you need to court to make back this market share?
0: Uh, yeah, I bet. Well, everybody in this photo, I'm not even convinced they ever drink Bud Light. These they are drinking box wine at home. They're not drinking Bud Light in oh, their yeah. apartments. I guarantee you that even if it's free, even if they get a giant uh, crate of it with the uh, courtesy of their employment.
4: I don't know, man, that chick in the front middle. She probably does after a softball tournament. <laughs> she um, probably after,
0: she probably does after teaching her partner a lesson. <laughs> 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 she might break the bottle on the kitchen Damn. countertop. And yeah, yours was better. Well, um, anyway, she's you, out. You, you she's on the leave up, of absence. Thank you.
4: But I think yeah. that she's uh i think she's she's gone for good
0: well, uh we'll see what happens there i, I mentioned the Ray Epps interview a little bit up top, but uh well i guess did, did you learn anything else about it while you were looking at this today before we play a little bit of it
1: <clears throat>
4: I mean I think that the they they did a puff piece on somebody that was supposedly at the center of uh the january sixth mob that they believe resulted in the death of of five of their own and and they're doing this this puff piece softball interview that's totally sympathetic and why would they do that if he wasn't a fed
0: it is weird how this is the one guy they're willing to forgive about january 6th but yeah this evening this just debuted a couple hours ago this is ray epps on 60 minutes on cbs this evening
1: we are going to the Capitol. who is ray epps a former member of the Oath Keepers who served in the Marine Corps and was an ardent Trump supporter, or at least he was, until conservative media post-January 6th began insinuating that he was a government plant for the deep state.
2: What exactly was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th? No matter how many times they push this conspiracy theory, this lie, it'll never become truth. Okay.
0: The, Nobody
4: the, was insinuating this. We were just saying it outright.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's let's be clear, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I, as I mentioned, I, I listened to this just before the show in full, and the, the premise of the interview is really debunking the idea that he was a an FBI source and/or an employee of the FBI. But right. I don't have to allege that he is a secret Fed just to ask why was he never arrested when others were arrested for far lesser things? And there's no explanation in this interview.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: According to the interview, as I mentioned, Ray Epps says he called the FBI because he saw himself on one of these, if not wanted for a crime, wanted for for questioning posters. He said, yeah, that's me. I'd like to turn myself in January 8th. And then according to Ray Epps, the FBI didn't call him for two months after that. Why not? The FBI had a picture of him at the front of one of the first breaches of the the barricades. Uh, before people entered the Capitol, he would have been uh, the guy on the quote unquote front lines of this warlike event. And the FBI who wanted to track down every single person yeah. had basically no interest in <clears throat> not tracking down Ray apps, talking, returning his voicemail effectively. How could that be in the interview? Um, Ray, he has this hilarious moment saying, well, the real people who incited everything are those who questioned the 2020 election. The uh, who incited people more, he asks. Um, Was it was it the politicians who lied about the election or was it me, Ray Epps, (laughs) the guy telling people exactly what to do at the scene of the crime? Right. And it's a weird it's weird reasoning, too. It's like, didn't you, Ray Epps, yourself have questions about the election? Isn't that why you were there? By your own reasoning, are you not guilty on that base, of that base level of incitement, too?
4: Right. And if he really was a man of principles, as, as they are portraying him, um, wouldn't he be still uh, expressing some level of skepticism? Like He's like, well, the the right. They, they pulled out all these conspiracy theories about me, so I totally abandoned my, my principles. It's like, what? That, yeah. that made you abandon your principles? Why?
0: He said in this interview that it broke his heart to see the Capitol invaded.
4: What a fag. He was oh, whatever. <laughs> it's
0: exactly what he advocated the day prior. We don't need to go over that again. Uh they asked him, Hey, why'd you text your nephew that you quote orchestrated it? And he has no explanation beyond ah, poor choice of words. That's just, you know, my nephew, we we just uh we make inside orchestration jokes all the time. I've thought about that and I don't do that anymore. They say that he had to sell his five acre ranch outside of Phoenix because of the threats that he was receiving. And so now he lives with his wife in an RV in an undisclosed location somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Well, who the hell bought this home knowing that Ray? Maybe they didn't know, I guess, but presumably you would know who the prior owners were. I would think you might if you're if you're buying a five acre ranch. That's a pretty significant investment. Yeah, yeah Ray Epps lives there and he's leaving because of all the hostile <laughs> threats he's receiving. You should pay top dollar to move in.
4: Who, yeah, really. How was no this? No one ranch will try sold? to kill you in this house, I promise.
0: That's <laughs> I don't know. It's quite, I came away with this from this with more questions than I entered, and there were plenty when I entered. Anyway. It
4: seems like they shouldn't have done this. It seemed like a bad move.
0: I don't no. I, I I don't know. There's, there's nobody who is Ray F. skeptical who is at all persuaded by what they saw here. No. Uh, for the last few weeks, we've been uh, discussing the de- the uh, developing federal case of the uh, the so-called abortion pill, Mifepristone. Uh, one federal judge in Texas said the FDA didn't follow its required procedures in approving it, and so the drug should be off the market. Another federal judge in Washington said the drug must remain on the market uh, while the case is adjudicated, at least in the state's relevant to that case. And what to do with the drug while the case is decided was appealed to the Supreme Court. Well, this week the Supreme Court allowed the drug to stay on the market while the case is decided in the lower courts, so there will be no interruption in availability of this drug for now. Um, it is possible, though, of course, if not very likely, that the Supreme Court will decide the actual merits of this case in the future if the case is appealed to them. The opinions of the justices in this decision uh, were not disclosed, with the exception of Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito, who publicly dissented in an opinion written by Alito. Bottom line, though, it is very weird how this Supreme Court that has been constantly characterized as these rabid anti-abortion, anti-women activists uh, type ideologues. Somehow they chose uh, not to be that in this particular case. So,
4: yeah, I do hate that this has been politicized, though, because this was obviously a procedural matter. Yeah. And the other drug that requires an abortion isn't up for debate because it's not the same procedural issue that they had with methoprestone.
0: Yeah, I assume the F- the FDA just uh, handled that, uh, hand- handled the approval of that drug differently. That would be the distinction.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I, I just hate this has been politicized. I don't know why uh, if we're going to talk about this from a political standpoint, like then they should keep making this drug, but just in, like really restrict access to it. If, if that's what they were, I mean, why, why does it have to be, why does the right wing have to be like, they need to stop making this drug? It's like, no, a lot of drugs should be regulated more heavily. Women should be able to give birth control.
0: Uh, and to your point, this is, it's, this apparently has, uh, or your point in prior streams this apparently has uses outside of abortion itself. It is not strictly for, and of course can be used for that purpose, but that is not its only purpose.
4: I bet if you looked at all the cases, in aggregate that this is used for more than half would be non-abortive purposes
0: um well uh should i say uh, no no i'm not going to do it there's no transition here i thought you could say like we're about to
4: talk about sudan what were you going to say
0: admission aborted anyway we we got our guys out of sudan it's getting crazy there there's some kind yeah, of was, African civil war going on.
4: I don't know anything about this conflict because I have no interest in, in African conflicts because they're basically all the same. Um, AKs but I was and about uh, machetes.
0: That's, that's pretty much yeah, it.
4: Yeah, that's pretty much how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there's infighting between two rival, rival groups, and one is the Sudanese army. And then there's this paramilitary group, um, the Rapid Support Forces. So it's pretty much what you would imagine they're like okay, we're going to have a civilian overthrow, but I don't think that anybody actually has intention of giving up power in favor for civilian rule. Um, And so it's just, you know, standard African destabilization. And it's become increasingly violent over the last few months. And so they're like, we better get all foreign people out of this country. Um, The airports are closed. The skies are unsafe. So thousands of foreigners, including embassy staff, aid workers, students, Um, have been trying to get out and lots of them have been unable to get out. I don't know what you're doing in Sudan, people, aid workers.
0: Oh, aid workers, not AIDS workers. Not AIDS workers. thank you.
4: Um, So, yeah, we got a a little bit over 100 people out. They were um, basically all U.S. personnel and their dependents that have been safely evacuated. But there are people from other countries um ambassadors from other countries that are that are stuck there. Um what I do know for sure is that endless foreign aid will stop Africans from doing African stuff.
0: Just a little so bit more.
4: If we just keep giving them foreign aid, they will um they will stop these civil disputes and fine. Yeah.
0: Well, I just want to say congratulations to the Biden administration on on the successful evacuation of US citizens without a whole bunch of uh, unfortunate people hanging off of airplanes and falling to their deaths for all to see. Congratulations. Well done, man. You learned your lesson this time. Credit where due. All right. uh, One last quick story before we get to the uh, racist grandpa shooting, but, uh, This is sort of there's a lot of stories tonight that are like, yeah, we know. But here are the details. I can't. Right. I can't believe that Biden people orchestrated that bullshit intel letter that said that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation.
4: Yeah, it's nice to hear, though, this former CIA deputy director, Michael Morell, he uh, testified that um, then Biden campaign senior advisor, Anthony Anthony Blinken. Yes, thank you. He uh, played a role in its inception, in the inception of the of the Russia story um, and that the entire Biden campaign, quote, helped to strategize about the public release of the statement relating to Russia. So and, and why did they do this? He said straight up. He said this straight up. This is the quote. There were two intents. One intent was to share our concern with the American people that the Russians were playing on this on this issue. And two was to help President Biden win.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your honesty
4: yeah, no uh, um and then he for, said he said like they were like oh you wanted to help him and he was like i wanted to help him win the election he, he was oh, even
0: more specific yeah leaving no room for error uh, asked for comment about this development anthony blinken said no i meant orchestrated in the ray epps sense don't <laughs> misunderstand i was yeah, i was yeah. texting w- with my nephew when i said that
4: <laughs>
0: all right let's, let's talk uh ralph yarl all right. Am I, I mean, is it just me or is that a weird name I, I know that's it, kind of, yeah. what is Yarl? I've never heard the name Jarl before but alright and also yeah. I don't know that I've ever I'm trying to think of another African American named Ralph that I've ever encountered anyway Ralph Jarl a lot of the specifics are somewhat unknown slash disputed but according to investigators these are the facts as we understand them now so Ralph Jarl is a 16 year old black kid in Kansas City On April 13th, so last Thursday, he apparently went to the wrong house accidentally to pick up his younger siblings, and after a confrontation at the door of this incorrect address, he was shot in the head and the arm by the 84-year-old homeowner, whose name is Andrew Lester, with a thirty-two caliber revolver. Jarl survived and has since been discharged from the hospital, so they say he has a traumatic brain injury, some other things. The injuries must not have been that severe if he's already out of the hospital i'm not saying he wasn't seriously hurt but to be out of the hospital within days after being shot in the head i i don't know exactly ain't what that bad there. yeah uh what so so jarl and it's not just that he was shot in the head and he's out of the hospital he actually fled the scene after being shot and he went to several nearby homes they say he went to three homes before receiving help and then he was transported to the hospital how exactly this door confrontation happened is described in a few different ways and has been described in a few different ways. But according to prosecutors and investigators, Jarl approached this home by mistake. He rang the doorbell, the homeowner Lester, then approached the door, looked at Jarl and then shot him. So early reports, (laughs) early reports initially said that Ralph Jarl entered the home as far as right. I'm aware, those are now That's all re- yeah. retracted and those are that is not alleged in court even by Andrew Lester, the homeowner.
4: It does seem that he tried to, he put his hand on the storm door.
0: That's So Lester is saying that, that there was contact with the door handle or, or move on the door handle, but not actual entry.
4: Hmm.
0: Uh, Lester says, so this is the homeowner, he says he was going to bed when Jarl rang the doorbell, which alarmed him. Lester says he was scared to death thinking that somebody was trying to break into his home. And so he says he fired when Jarl was was pulling on the storm door handle, he says. Uh, So according to to the homeowner's version of events, doorbell rings. He opened there are two doors. There's a kind of a main door and then a glass storm door. Homeowner opens the door. He says that he sees Jarl pulling the door handle, so he shoots.
4: And then shoots. he shoots through the storm door, Through
0: it? the glass. That, yeah. As far as I'm aware, the shot through the glass is undisputed mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Jarl says he never touched the door handle. Now, as a matter of the law here, whether or not he touched the door handle is probably irrelevant. Uh, that is to say, if he touched the door handle, it's still probably not a justified shoot. Now, I'm not saying that we're getting all the information exactly correct here. I still have a suspicion that
4: there's more to this story. There's
0: more to this story, but, but I, I don't raise the door handle point to imply like, Oh, if Ralph Jarl touched the door handle, then it's a justified shoot. I, I just want that. I just <clears want> it <throat> to be understood that that fact is disputed. Not that it necessarily changes the nature of the charges or a possible, not
4: the nature of the charges, but it does. It does. I think create a moral distinction.
0: I, yeah. We'll get to some interpretations here in a minute. Um, Because, well, I think there are several ways to interpret this, but but uh, and of course, there's only one. Actually, the grandpa is really racist. We'll get to that. (laughs) But the Clay County prosecutor, Zachary Thompson, said at a press conference, quote, there is a racial component to this shooting. But he didn't explain exactly what that is. According to Lester's statement to police, there were no words exchanged between Lester and Yarl. But Yarl says that when he fled, Lester yelled at him, quote, don't come around here, which (laughs) sounds like an (laughs) accurate 84 year old quote to me but i've seen no accusation of racial language um Mm -hmm. other than the prosecutor as far as i can tell the way they're making this racial is that lester in his police interview after the event uh told the police that i heard the doorbell ring i opened the door and i saw approximately an approximately six foot tall black male and they're saying that because he described him as black that implies racial motive or racial hatred
4: it's The most distinctive part of his physical characteristics is describing he's describing the suspect. Like, what's the problem?
0: You're not allowed to describe people, I guess. at this
4: Yeah.
0: So Lester was charged on um, on Monday with two felony counts, assault in the first degree and armed criminal action. He's now out on two hundred thousand dollars bond. If convicted, he faces effectively the rest of his life in prison. I forget what the exact uh, number is, but it's uh, oh. uh, So the assault charge carries 10 to 30 years. He also uh, faces between three and 15 in the armed criminal action charge. So if he's convicted, he's going to die in prison uh, in all likelihood. And of course uh, the pitchfork mobs have been demanding Lester's arrest. They surrounded his house and vandalized it uh, among other acts of aggression. And some of those demands are for hate crime charges. So, um, as I mentioned, I think the sole basis for the hate crime allegation here is pretty much the fact that one guy is white and one guy is black and the the white guy described the black guy as black. Those wow. are the hate crime facts, as I understand <clears throat> them. And uh, we need a hate crime upgrade here because life in prison for an 84 year old man is not good enough, of course. Now, hate crime. There is a hate crime statute in Missouri, but there are no hate crime charges filed or hate crime enhancements filed in this case. Because under Missouri law, uh, the charge that the the prosecutors brought in this case, that first degree assault, that can't have a hate crime modification because it's already too severe. It's a class A felony. So if I understand correctly, under Missouri law, they don't bother with hate crime enhancements on the most serious crimes because they're already the most serious crimes. Yeah. Yeah. They charge Lester with the most serious charge that the facts plausibly support. That's still not good enough for the activists. And, um... (laughs) Of course, what the uh, what Missouri can't do, potentially they may call in the feds to take care of so they can. Um, it sounds like there's some some effort to give this old man the uh, the McMichael treatment from the Ahmad Arbery case, so. Uh, remember the, the the McMichaels, the guys who chased down Ahmad Arbery, and there was that conflict or there was that confrontation, and they fought, and Ahmad Arbery ended up getting shot with the shotgun. And he was dead. It wasn't just that they were convicted in Georgia; the feds went after that because it was a racial hate case. If they can drum up some kind of racial hate here, suddenly that's a federal crime to prosecute. They would do the same thing. Analysts quoted in this Kansas City Star piece say they don't see the basis on which the feds. Uh, would do that given the facts as we have them now, but of course Ralph Yarrell and uh, his family, they've been invited to the white house when Ralph is ready to go. So I'm sure they can just hook him up with Merrick Garland and company while he's there and where there's a will, there's a way there's a federal case here. If you just poke around,
4: uh, poor old (laughs) bastard.
0: As far as interpretations of the case and and what happened here, I'll, I'll give you mine first and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Uh, To me, the fact that both parties agree on uh, the doorbell ringing. Strongly, strongly suggests, doesn't guarantee, but it suggests to me that this was not an attempted break in Uh because burglars generally, though not always burglars aren't ringing doorbells, though sometimes they do to assess if someone's home. But the fact that they both agree on that fact that Ralph Yarl went to the door and rang the bell. And as far as we're aware, he's by himself. That suggests to me. That this was not an attempted break-in, but I recognize that there's room for interpretation there. I, I can also see an order eighty-four-year-old man making an improper snap judgment. As as far as I'm,
4: uh, was it improper? Or not?
0: Well, if the facts are as presented so far, then yes. Um, but but if there are facts being concealed, we don't know. But
4: uh, you can't
0: shoot someone for touching your doorknob. That that's okay.
4: Hear, hear me out. All right. Okay. <laughs> So he. This is Northland, Kansas City. I think this is Northeast Kansas City, which is an unsafe neighborhood. Um, This guy's eighty four. He's seen some shit, you know. And then nobody, nobody ever. He's probably been assaulted and robbed a whole bunch in Kansas City. Kansas City is a for real crime town. It's not as bad as St. Louis, but like it's not great. So he sees all this fucking riff raff all the time. It's 10 o'clock. Nobody ever in like the history of the last decade has come to his house at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then he sees some like big brother, you know?
0: Well, he's, and he's six foot tall, 170 pounds. He's not the biggest, but he's tall.
4: That's a, this dude's 84. And yeah. he makes a decision that like, it's finally his time that he's going to get murdered by a black guy. It's, it's time. <laughs> this is, this is what's going to happen. They've come for me. They've come for him. Yeah. And, um, And then he uh, shoots him. Now, is it what I would have done? No, I. But I I would have never lived there in
0: the first place. I I wouldn't
4: have. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. But you know, he's like, I'm fucking old, and uh, I'm not going out this way. Yeah. And yeah. So, was it the wrong decision? Yes. Is it self-defense under any legal standard in the country? No. But do I understand?
0: Well. Sure. See, th- yeah, that's where we're making two different arguments. And one is how this will be decided in a court of law. The other is um, how you would react if you were in that situation. And yeah. I can tell you for sure, if I lived in a if I lived in a similar environment with lots of uh, potential problems like you describe, and I had a some sort of unexpected confrontation at my doorstep in the dark of night, would I be similarly on edge? Yeah, um, that, that yeah, doesn't
4: for sure. Yeah
0: you have to still have objective rules for what is and is not a justifiable shoot. And of course, if the facts are as presented here, this, this almost certainly is not, but I also, mean, but how
4: many times of like a black dude coming to your door in North Kansas city, is it going to be because somebody's lost 90% of the time you would just be getting robbed. This guy's just unlucky. Lester is.
0: Ah, Well, he's made it this far. He must have had (laughs) some. more. So the reasons I'm 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 the the factor I want to consider when hesitating a little bit to say that this was for sure an unjustified shoot is that I've seen this. I've seen this movie too many times where everyone is absolutely sure that this is the worst thing ever for reasons X, Y and Z. But factors A, B and C were not revealed right away. So I just. Leave the door George open Floyd, for that. No, no pun intended. I, I just suspect that there's something that we're not being told so far here. And of course, even the facts as presented, are, that's not uh, that doesn't doesn't demonstrate some grand racist plot like someone comes to your house and you're suspicious of it and you're trigger happy. That is not the same thing as aggressively attacking people because of their race or something like that, which is how this has been framed in a lot of different ways. But I what do I know? I know nothing. I I don't know Lester, uh, Andrew Lester, you know, who does know him, is uh, his grandson. And his grandson confirms that his grandpa is very, very racist. So the key evidence for the hate crime case here is that old man Lester is racist because he watches a lot of Fox News. This, according to his grandson, Clint Ludwig, I think, is how the Germans would say it. Uh, I've never seen a Clint Ludwig or Ludwig who looked less like a Clint Ludwig than this. Yeah, guy. really? <laughs> anyway, uh, Clint was on Don Lemon's show to Virtue Signal about how great he is because, of course, he um, he throws grandpa under the bus.
2: Do you believe your grandfather is racist? Uh, I believe he holds, holds racist tendencies and beliefs. Why do you say that? He's just a stock. American Christian male. It's uh, the older, you know, that's just how they are. It's uh, the conspiracies and weird, random racist things that they say, Yeah, and it doesn't make sense, but they're just scared.
3: What do you mean they're scared?
2: Talk to me more, please. I feel like a lot of people of that generation are caught up in this 24 uh, hour news cycle of fear and paranoia perpetuated by some other news stations. And he was fully into that, sitting and watch uh, Fox News all day, every day blaring in his living room. And I think that stuff really kind of reinforces this negative view of, of minority groups and leads people to be a little, doesn't necessarily lead people to be racist, but it reinforces and galvanizes racist people and their beliefs.
4: Dude, that homie wants to be black so badly. Look at those, that hair. That is Talk about uh, cultural appropriation.
0: Dreadlock Sean King by the look of it.
4: Just a. Gay black man trying to be white and (laughs) maybe gay white man trying to be black. Just talking about how
0: nobody really knows. It could be. (laughs) Well, the idea that CNN uh, does not engage in racial propaganda is hilarious. is hilarious. Nick Sandman. See the summer of mostly peaceful riots. See Don Lemon personally texting Jussie Smollett. But, um, but more importantly, uh, consider just the social situation or the the social commentary that this interview presents. This is a dude getting on national TV to rip his grandpa because yeah. he thinks the political virtue points for himself <laughs> and his ideology are more important than family integrity. I'm not saying you're allowed to think grandpa acted wrongly. But, man, I'm but trying But keep
4: your mouth shut, dude.
0: I, if my grandpa did this, I'd probably... If, I, if the facts are correct, I'd say, yeah, I think grandpa made a mistake. I'm not going on CNN to talk shit about my grandpa like a psycho. No,
4: it's it's insane. You know, you're supposed to be able to rely on your on your family to help you bury a body if need be. No questions asked. What this country was built on.
0: <laughs> Burying family questions. No, I agree. It's a very high priority. I, yeah. I, I certainly grant that point. This guy thinks his politics take priority over. Yeah, that family that's integrity, insane.
4: Though. Imagine thinking that.
0: That's uh, that's backward. And um, and I've buried the lead in his commentary too. the most ra- If the most racist thing your grandpa has ever done is watch Fox News, your grandpa is not racist. That's the yeah. best thing you can come up with. The, yeah, the explanation really. should have been I used to go to his house when he was younger, but he would stand on the porch yelling at every N word that that uh, rode a stolen bike by and, and <laughs> aiming a shotgun at every single one of them. That's <sighs> that's how racist my grandpa is.
4: No, they got nothing. And of course, this guy is some leftist antifa shit bag. Oh, yeah. So so he
0: he's not just if you couldn't tell by the. uh, Well, does this count as physiognomy or not? It's more just style, I guess. But if you can't tell by his appearance, yeah, he's a leftist activist.
4: Yeah, his Twitter bio is scrubbed, but it used to it used to read. I am a human male. Hail Satan. Uh, We don't have to listen to the (laughs) lunatic ravings of this paranoid hippie trans rights, abolished prisons, all cops are pastors, black lives matter. All and right. Then, and one of his old tweets, fuck this country, America is broken and slipping backwards into a dangerous era. I feel for my LGBTQ plus friends and anyone with a womb, <laughs> you all have been attacked for too long. This guy's just such a fucker. And no one cares that his other grandson, this Lester homo's brother, Daniel, yeah. was like, nah, man. He, he, said, he said, like, absolutely not. And he said, my grandpa um was a very straightforward military trained veteran he was not a racist and he's saying that his grandfather's account of events haven't been reported in their entirety um yeah and he said that he would not have fired had jarl not gone for the door and this didn't just happen for no reason and this is the brother of this sean king hello
0: yeah and and in fairness we we have of course what grandpa said to the police, we have that as part of the affidavit, but grandpa has not had his story told publicly beyond that. So there is a side of the story that is not being, um, it's not being totally ignored because you can, you can view it in the court documents, but uh, but in general, it is not getting the same public play as one particular side of it.
4: I don't know, man. It's I I feel for the guy. He, He overreacted in this instance, but most of the time he would have been ring. So what do you do? <laughs>
0: hmm. do you wanna, hmm. He I'm moved just gonna...
4: slowly too. He felt like he had to preempt it just in case. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess, yeah, you factor in your 84 year old reflexes and
4: he's like, I better kill this person that is walking up to my door because it's going to take me eight minutes to get to the gun. Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I do want to talk about a couple other cases before the top of the hour, because I this claim that it's it's all these other networks that are that are or it's Fox that's engaging in racial propaganda. But all the other network or CNN in, in particular is not engaging in racial propaganda. <laughs> Why is this story even a national story at all, if not purely for racial propaganda? The facts do not support a racial motive, at least so far. Uh, it, it appears to be, if if my interpretation is correct, uh, something of an accident on all parties. You got a kid showing up to the wrong house accidentally. You got grandpa who's too trigger happy, perhaps accidentally. I know that grandpa. Well, let me back that off a little bit. There's no there's no claim that grandpa shot accidentally. It's that his judgment was too quick. OK, um, but but. Again, how do I have racial motive against a guy who showed up to my house at random? How is that racial targeting? Yeah. And, and
4: yeah. He why didn't shoot him at a gas station or something?
0: Why are we told that this story is racial targeting with when others of nearly identical fact patterns uh, with black attackers are, are never characterized this way? So this actually did get a little bit of coverage this week. Uh, but uh, not nearly as much, of course, this is Gastonia, North Carolina on Tuesday. Several children were playing basketball, and the ball rolled into the yard of 24-year-old Robert Lewis Singletary. Singletary, according to neighbors, was often annoyed with the kids uh, in the neighborhood, so he produced a gun and he shot at them. William White, the father of one of the girls playing, came outside and tried to draw gunfire away from the children. Singletary allegedly shot him in the back. Bullet fragments also hit Kinsley, William's six-year-old daughter, William was hospitalized in critical condition, but he has survived. A bullet also grazed Ashley, who is Kinsley's mother. Plus, Singletary is accused of shooting at a fourth neighbor, but missing with that shot, according to police. Singletary then fled where there was a manhunt for him. On Thursday, Singletary turned himself in in Hillsborough County, Florida. Singletary is now in jail in Tampa and has a fugitive hearing set for this Thursday. Here is some video of this particular scene.
1: Why did you shoot my daddy and me? How did you shoot a kid's dad? This morning, a oh. six-year-old girl
4: and her parents recovering after they were shot by a neighbor, all because of an errant basketball. Authorities say 24-year-old Robert Lewis Singletary grabbed a gun and approached a group of children after the basketball from their street game rolled into his driveway. According to police, William White, the father of six-year-old Keasley, noticed Singletary and tried to draw gunfire toward himself to protect the children before being shot in the back. He is still in the hospital. Good God. No one gives a crap about this, right?
0: Uh, no, well, at least comparatively. And... Here's another story from February that you didn't hear about and I didn't hear about until somebody sent it to me this week because nobody cared about it because it's a very similar fact pattern, just with a black adult shooting a white kid instead. Now, in this case, it does sound like the kid was engaging in some, let's call them youthful shenanigans. You be the judge doing things he probably should not have been doing. But of course, that doesn't necessarily justify a shooting. Especially in this case, it wasn't at the it wasn't at the door like the Ralph Yarl case. In this case, the shooting was across five lanes of traffic. That's what's alleged in this case. On February 1st in Phoenix City, Alabama, 13 year old Connor Mullins was walking around with his brother and a friend. They were going to the dollar store or something. They wandered onto an abandoned property or at least a property with a vacant home. Their mother says they were playing but then when they were playing, they accidentally broke a car window. So you'll be the judge of what may have caused that and what they were doing. But after breaking this car window, 50-year-old uh, Tywana Jakes Anderson, who is black, shot 13-year-old Connor, who is white, from across the street. It turns out that she owns the property the boys were playing on and lives in a mobile home across the street. Tywana Jakes <sighs> says, says she fired in self-defense, saying the boys shot at her. The claim for which, at least in my reading about this case, I see no evidence. Connor Mullen's hands were tested for gunshot residue after he was killed. There was no evidence of gunshot residue discovered. But here is some local reporting on this story.
4: Connor Mullins mom Christina Holloway says she's having a hard time coming to grips with how her 13 year old son was killed Wednesday night in Phoenix City. Holloway disputes the suspect 50 year old Taiwana Jake's claim that she fired in self defense saying she was shot at first Mullins and his brother Devin ended up in the backyard of an abandoned home while playing. She says the two accidentally broke a car window on the property. Moments later Holloway says Connor was shot while his little brother Devin ran for his life.
0: It was revealed in court she lives across the street in a mobile home and officials say she shot across five lanes of traffic, striking Mullins in the neck and killing him. Jakes was denied bond and is back in the Russell County Jail.
4: These are so, totally different circumstances. That wasn't her primary domicile. She wasn't there. She could have killed any number of people that were just passing through.
0: Yeah, I think by any objective measure, this case is worse. This is sure. uh, significantly worse. Um, as mentioned at the end of that story there, Taiwan Jakes remains in custody and is charged with capital murder for the shooting. She was released temporarily on April 3rd, but she is now back in custody after the judge reconsidered. She's now held without bond pending trial. And actually it's not even the first time just in September. Jakes was accused of shooting another man who was on the same property. I'm not clear what happened with that case, but she's done this before. At least it is alleged.
4: And they would know if, if he shot at her first. I mean, did he have a gun? As no. far as I'm aware, no gun yeah. was recovered. Yeah.
0: Uh, a member of Jake's family said in court that Taiwana Jake's is not the same after losing her own son in 2011 to a gunshot wound. So apparently to reach peace with her own son's death, she tries to kill or does kill other people's Was it sons. gang
4: violence? Yeah. Is that what N- happened? There's no
0: additional detail in this reporting. but
4: Holy shit. What am I supposed to do in this situation? Like, what am I supposed to think here?
0: Well, uh, apparently this case has nothing to do with race. Nobody will ask why Taiwan or Jakes is so racist, and nobody will make her the national poster woman of racism.
4: Uh, How am I supposed to, to not look at, through, look at these cases through a racial lens when it's what everybody else of every other race is doing in every case? This makes me tribalistic. It makes me feel like I don't give a shit about the facts of any of these cases. I'm just going to side with Whitey every time. <laughs> well, I don't care.
0: Even from a data perspective. And, of course, the facts of these cases, as far as I'm aware, adults shooting children in this way or minors, yeah. that's actually Unarmed very, kids, yeah. very, very rare, regardless of the race, as far as I understand. But of course, what they want you to believe that it's so common for racist white people to be attacking black people in this way. The reverse is statistically the truth that 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 uh, black attacks on white people are statistically, at least on a per capita basis, more common. Um, But yeah, well, the CNN, when is the CNN interview for, uh, you know, Tyjuanna Jake's other kid to go on and talk shit about how racist, how anti white. Tywana Jakes is when when can I tune in for that one?
1: <clears throat> and where's
0: where's the vandalism at her house? Yeah, and the demand for hate crime charges solely on the basis that the people involved in this crime were of different races. And, and if you've never heard of Taiwana Jakes until now, and I include myself in that uh, in, in in not knowing this story, it's because the very same people that that Lester's grandson says are not racial propagandizers, they never mentioned this one mm-hmm. solely because. They don't care about the racial dynamics involved in this case. The single factor that determines whether the story is relevant to them national or not is, is just what races are involved, but not just involved who, what races did what to what other races. It has to be a very specific direction.
4: Well, the solution to all of this is, um, self segregation, I suppose. Maybe Scott Adams is onto something. (laughs) What are we supposed to do? Like
0: the, uh, Well, I just got to say the whenever these stories are on Twitter and people just reply on mass with pictures of Scott Adams with a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's the funniest meme of the year so far, I I would say.
4: But this poor old white guy, he just saw a tall black guy approaching him and assumed that he was about to get murdered. And that's the situation black people have put us in.
0: Well, as a matter of the law, of course, I understand why he has to be prosecuted as a matter of politics and as a matter of public outrage. We're we, we are raging at the exception, not the rule. And yeah, we're pretending and like this is much more common than it actually is,
4: of course. And then the, the media is responsible for creating this mentality that white people are, are uh, responsible for all the violence against against black people. And the exact opposite. Well, if true.
0: they piss blonde off anymore, then those statistics will come true. <laughs> so keep going.
4: I just don't know what to do here. I'm really like losing my ability to reason through the facts of a case because um, I just want to have racial allegiance because everybody else does.
0: Uh, Well, I, of course, I would. That's dangerous. I would advocate. That is a dangerous
4: position to be in.
0: I I would advocate against such things. Uh, But I understand that when racial tribalism appears to be the sole motivator, for yeah. the people in control of all these media broadcasts, yeah, I mean, it's understandable why there'd be a reverse reaction. I don't I don't endorse that. I want commitment to the truth and I want commitment to principle. And the reality is that sometimes truth and principle have racially disproportionate outcomes. That's know, just the way that it is. But that doesn't mean that I want snap judgments about people on the basis of race or I want to assign guilt on the basis of race. That's exactly what these the people in the media want to do that. If yeah. white national story automatically guilty... If black reverse
4: yes, and so it makes me my reaction want to just be tribalistic in the face of of evidence. yeah, this guy does not have a self-defense claim he doesn't he's totally screwed, right uh, I mean unless
0: something changes, but yeah, anyway, um we're past the hour, so I want to make sure we get some chats in before we move on to Alec Baldwin next. Got plenty over on Rumble, so why don't I start over there? Appreciate you guys. um, Well, I appreciate support for the show everywhere, but uh, I will shout out Rumble once again that uh, the Super Chats are available over there and they're able to be read. Let's see. uh, Anti-Social Grunt was introduced to you guys three years ago by my now wife. Oh. We are expecting our first in July. Even when I'm two weeks behind from vacation, I watch your videos regardless of the news. Love your banter. Well, very much appreciate it. And uh, I don't know how you found that catch of a wife, but if you could uh, inform those in the audience who are searching for similar catches, that would be much appreciated.
4: I love getting chats like that. They're just my favorite, my favorite kinds.
0: That's great. Congratulations. You guys, uh, you're in, you're in the home stretch of the pregnancy now. So, uh, Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy parenthood and and all the best to you. Congrats. Yakko 1977 says the battle to preserve our our Second Amendment is constant, but I have a victory to report. Nebraska will be joining the states that have constitutional carry. Sadly, having your two way rights varies from state to state. Uh, Now it's a majority of states that are constitutional carry. Didn't Florida just get it done too?
4: that's number 27?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. So constitutional carry. They they want you to believe it's some extremist policy. No, in fact, most states in the union now. Our constitutional carry. So congratulations to Nebraska. Uh, Conserva cock. Blonde looking extra trad tonight. Wow. I I guess it's the dress choice because the the, the braid is pretty stock. But the dress. Is that a new one? I don't know if I've seen that one before.
4: Nope. Just breaking out my trad clothes. (sighs) Uh, I was feeling extra murdery. So I kind of felt like I had to. Offset it. Calm it, it feels, down a little bit. Some softness. Uh, yeah.
0: Brox one 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 is now a monthly supporter. Thank you, Brox. I believe you're our maybe only our second monthly supporter over on Rumble. So I appreciate nice. it.
4: Nice. Thank um, you.
0: Dude. Brox also says for a laugh, look up Bill Burr's take on the Titanic movie. He even smells or he even mentions propeller guy, hillbilly duck. Does he? I haven't seen that.
4: Because <laughs> Did you laugh out loud. Of course, I had
0: to mention he? propeller guy. It's like the. <laughs> outside of the draw me scene it's the one thing i remembered from the movie when i saw uh, it when i was 10 uh yeah. brox also says blonde the uh the ging how do we pronounce this word gingham yeah the yeah. gingham is nice uh now step up to the full durndle.
4: oh i'm ready it's i don't even dirndl, know these are. i'm not german though so it's yeah larpy
0: mr nibble says for fox sake people <laughs> Get off YouTube and move to Rumble. Matt and Blonde get a bigger cut and you won't support these censorious bastards. The Matt Walsh treatment just drives it home even more. Well, I, it's always been my objective to bring the show wherever people would like to view it. But of course, if you choose to support on Rumble, you do get that added bonus of uh, Raja Muhan not getting his cut. And uh, we all know that he's going to get us one day sooner rather than later. Thank you, Neil. Nikki uh nikki says a tribute to blonde for watching that long ass movie love the stream and remember no one is above the law except for alec baldwin jesse smollett the bidens and all of the rest <laughs> yeah it's a longer it's a it's a long list getting longer by the day but thank you for your generous support very much appreciated
3: we love you you're very special
0: liberative says well i got mohan over on youtube so i'm joining oh, no. neo and realist here he got mohan too Oh. And that was a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago or Man. so. So glad uh, you are here and on other platforms. Hopefully your YouTube insider keeps you both safe out there. Maintain exemplary work. Well, uh, thank you for your support for the show. And I'm sorry to hear that Neil got you. Uh, if you if you care to share why, send me an email. But uh, I will... Uh, Extra special thanks to to uh, Liberative. I've mentioned it before, but just so he always gets credit. He's the one who uh, he orchestrated. He Ray apps orchestrated the custom PC that I used to stream the show. He was the guy that that put that all together. So (laughs) uh, appreciate your support for the show uh, in the chat, but appreciate it uh, in the form of the PC that runs it because it's still running strong and it has had exactly zero issues in the two and a half years it's been doing
4: it. Yeah, Yeah. So thank you, man. You good over there?
0: Yeah, let's get a few uh, YouTube and tippy and we'll get back to the news.
4: Zor says if you alone hypothetically had the ability to kill all of the corrupt leaders in this (laughs) world, knowing it would create chaos, but allow for a fresh restart. Do you think it would be the moral decision to make or to make or would the cost be too high? I think you would you would be morally obligated to do it.
0: Have they been convicted in a court of law? Let, let, Let me put it this way. Is there any doubt as to their guilt? Let's say no. That they are all
4: guilty, guilty of the legal definition of treason.
0: Ooh. Uh well, now, now you're really upping it. Um, yeah. As a general rule, I don't like the idea of the death penalty in the hands of the state. This is something else, though. This is the death penalty in the hands of me. Of and you. everyone knows right. that my judgment is perfect. Actually, the judgment has already been decided in this particular hypothetical that you're offering. Well, I, I on principle, I don't like it. Um, I'm going to say though, uh, we, we used to consider these, we used to take these things much more seriously. We used to take, uh, oath breaking much more seriously. And so, um, if, if politicians, if, if decisively corrupt politicians were paying, uh, higher prices than normal for their crimes, I would not, I would not cry about that. I guess the question, would I personally yeah. push the button? Um, give me the menu. Like, let me see the menu. I might make a few selections, but I don't know about all.
4: I mean, I <laughs> would press the button, but it would ruin my life. Like, knowing that I was doing it for the country, but it would ruin me.
0: You would have second thoughts after the fact?
4: I would feel horribly guilty for killing the worst person on the planet. I mean, you um, you taking a Shut life. Shut up! I mean. Silly woman,
0: I don't believe you at all.
4: The cost of taking a life you think that I would be fine with that
0: depends on the life
4: I left a note on a woman's car that was already messed up because I tapped her and did no damage. Well, she filed an insurance claim too. she's making a payout upon it.
0: Wow what yeah, if she what listen. if she had a sticker on there that said uh, coexist or love is love
4: i I swear to God, I would have left her All right. I talk a big game here, but I have I have harm OCD. Mm. I worry that I, I harm people.
0: That's true. I, I have yeah. been informed of some of those tendencies prior.
4: Which are all insane. I, I would feel yeah. horribly guilty, but the right thing to do would be uh, would be to kill all these people.
0: <laughs> Wait, it's the right thing to do, but now Blonde can't do it? Usually, it's, re- it's the reverse. It's the wrong thing to do, but Blonde is compelled to do it.
4: No, no. It's the right thing to do, and I would do it knowing ah. that the guilt would probably drive me to suicide yeah
0: all right well <laughs> thank you for clarifying and thank you Zoros.
4: oh yeah I'm, i should be reading this more quickly uh, yeah, we'll we get a few
0: more but we are kind of up against the clock so
4: i bought a nice fresh bar of your timberland ball soap specifically to clean my butthole Ooh. i did not do this because i'm a homosexual but rather because i'm a very it's a very dirty part of the body which warns extra effort really promo code mclistener i, I we have got the cleanest buttholes of any audience uh <sighs> Tim Poole, watch out. Our audience has cleaner buttholes.
3: That's a big game, man. General Grievance.
0: Thank you for the uh, free advertising. And I hope you enjoy your product. Appreciate it.
4: General Grievance. Well, I got stood up today, and that's the bad news. Good news is I found an IWB holster that fits my Ruger P95. So the day wasn't a complete waste. So here's some money for a woman that will show up. And Matt, I'm sorry to hear (laughs) that. She was probably a bitch anyway. So walk it off, bud. Uh,
0: Well, you know... Sometimes even though it sucks in the moment I've been there Um, you, In ways that is uh, It's a nice clean escape because if it's the Sort of person who's unreliable over time you'd Rather learn that sooner rather than later mm, that's um, true. And I didn't know that uh, holsters Were rare for this particular firearm uh, Or if they are but uh, congratulations
4: Captain Norway Hi thanks for the email Matt looking forward To taking that shower nothing else to say so I'll keep this message like Robert Reich short and gay
0: Thank you Poor Robert.
4: General Grievance. Ninja Kitty and I once high five. He was leaving Matt's bedroom at the same time I was arriving. We locked eyes, clapped hands. Then I went into Matt's room, and the and the clapping continued.
0: Wow. Uh, all right. Thank you.
4: Ninja Kitty. General Grievance and I high-fived. He was walking into Matt's bedroom just after I had arrived. My applause was not in celebration, but rather early warning. The clapping will be happening.
0: One after another, man. I
4: guess what I just have to say
2: to you is, are you
4: gay? That is whole, what you said.
0: There is a whole chain here.
4: Um, Jeff Sloat, I was waiting my turn outside Matt's bedroom and General Grievance tried to high-five me. I told him I was here to slap Matt's butt, not some random guy's hand.
2: Thank.
0: Gross. I'm glad we're maintaining the purpose of this arrangement. My God. All right. We can cleanse our cleanse our whatever. Cleanse our palate with iBotPN, who uh, customarily- No, no, never any note. Offers. We love you no note
2: always a huge donation
4: never a note he's just the best he's just the best audience member
0: okay thank you guys for your support for the show we will uh come back to your chats uh toward the end of the stream but for now we have to uh get back into the news which of course is uh the alec baldwin stuff
3: um i'll have to just circle back with you
0: so um As expected, Alec Baldwin is now all but officially off the hook for shooting a woman dead on his movie set in twenty twenty one. It technically does remain possible that he could still face charges, but that possibility is now effectively diminished to zero. Uh, Not so for his set (laughs) armor, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, though, as of now, Mm -hmm. she still faces an involuntary manslaughter charge or actually two that the jury will potentially have to select from. Uh, and she could still face prison time. Now, recall that the prosecution's case had really been bungled from the start. We've talked about it. First, they tried to charge Baldwin with a firearms enhancement mm, yeah. and and the crime didn't apply because that law was not on the books when the shooting happened. Then the special prosecutor had to resign because she's now a state legislator. and then new Me- and in New Mexico, you can't constitutionally serve in multiple government branches simultaneously. Then the district attorney, Mary Carmack Altweiss, bailed from the case a few weeks ago and she assigned new special prosecutors to the case. That's what brings us to this point. These new special prosecutors were really in a tough spot because they're up against the clock. They have to take over this case right before a crucial upcoming hearing, which was scheduled for May, in which they'd have to present all their evidence to show it's sufficient for the charges, which means they have to familiarize uh, themselves with the evidence in a big hurry. And when they did familiarize themselves with the evidence, they decided the evidence was insufficient to support this involuntary manslaughter charge for Alec Baldwin. However, they also claim that they've discovered new evidence, which I find impossible to believe. But but the 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 main uh, the the crux of this claim that that uh, they have to the the crux of the reason they're dropping the charges. Is because these prosecutors are saying that Alec Baldwin's gun, which was a single action revolver, that that had actually been modified and that modification increased the odds that the gun may have misfired. And I understand the definition of misfire to mean something like Alec Baldwin did not pull the trigger. But how was the gun modified, you might ask? And and why in God's name would it be modified in a way that would increase the odds of a potential misfire? Uh, or accidental discharge. No additional information on that because this is according to anonymous sources speaking with media. In other words, leaks from people in the know. So if, reading between the lines here, the prosecutors must not think that the evidence is sufficient to convict Baldwin beyond a reasonable doubt, both because he was told the gun was uh, was didn't have live ammunition in it, uh, and because the gun now somehow misfired, or at least it's possible that it did. And both of those factors are the responsibility of the armorer, not the actor. That's why the charges remain for Gutierrez-Reed, but not for Baldwin. Now, I have no idea what the hell this modification would be. I'm not. a uh, Yeah.
4: How would that even work?
0: I'm like the ATF director we'll get to in a minute. I'm not a firearms expert, but <laughs> I've played around with a few single action revolvers in my day. <laughs> and that's what Alec Baldwin was using. And And there is one and only one way to drop the hammer and fire that gun, and that is to pull the trigger. And that's not just according to me, noted uh, firearms ignoramus. That is according to the FBI analysis of the gun in question. So recall, this is back from this is back from August of last year. There was an FBI analysis and investigation of this gun. The FBI concluded the trigger was pulled. That's how it happened, because there's no other way for the for the uh, hammer to drop. Now, in his um, ABC interview prior, Alec Baldwin described cocking the hammer but never pulling the trigger. So my theory has always been that he cocked the hammer without realizing that one way or another the trigger was depressed. Thus, when he released the hammer with his thumb, it slammed Mm. forward and it caused the gun to fire. Now, how the live ammunition was in there is a separate question. But that mechanically speaking, it seems almost certain that that is what happened. But this is now a completely new explanation. Mm -hmm. And given this completely new explanation, how is it that this information was not known to the former prosecutors on the case? Or why did they choose to ignore it? Because those prosecutors, you had the DA and the special prosecutor. uh, They said definitively that Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. They gave several media interviews saying that. Were they lying, knowing that that lie was going to get exposed in court? Or were they saying that... Despite this modification explanation. And and why didn't Alec Baldwin know about this modification when he explained what happened in the interview? Because uh,
4: they developed a new strategy and they just thought of it.
0: Yeah, it seems like if this was true, it's defense explanation one. Instead, it's appearing right in the nick of time to save Alec Baldwin with perfect yep. convenience. I can't believe it. How did the FBI miss that explanation? Again, the FBI tested the actual gun used. They did not report on any modification that made some misfire more possible. The FBI said it would discharge only with trigger pull. So how did the FBI miss this new evidence? I don't know. Uh, Even the FBI, they uh, they couldn't fabricate an explanation otherwise if they were motivated to do so. Technically, Baldwin still could be charged. The prosecutors say their investigation is active and ongoing. Um, but this deep into the case, if prosecutors aren't convinced that they have the evidence to support the charge and, or if they've been influenced by factors, otherwise, as you may suspect, I would put the odds of Alec Baldwin ever facing a criminal conviction for this no, case. No. as next to 0%, zero
4: percent. Yeah. Not a chance. And, it and can Hannah Gutierrez read is she's good too.
0: Uh, well that one sounds like it's going to go to trial um because she's saying she won't accept a plea deal and they're still pursuing it but a lot could change she has several months to figure that out as all gets you in a second she's
4: being advised not to take a plea deal so i would imagine that they have a robust case for trial
0: yeah that's a fair point uh the worst news of all is that alec baldwin Mm. is is now in my neck of the woods because uh, (laughs) rust is back in production now right next to the Uh, The Dutton Ranch. He's neighbors with John Dutton over there uh, in Paradise Valley along the Yellowstone River. Uh, Here he was Thursday night right down the street from from where I'm sitting right now at the Bozeman Airport. This is the very seeing him on this staircase and this escalator is weird to me because this, of course, this is the same one that I use every time I use the airport. But it's kind of personally meaningful to me because whenever my wife would come and visit me when we were living apart from each other, I would always first see her on this escalator. Now it's you expect Alec-
4: her and then it's just Alec Baldwin coming down.
0: <laughs> I wish I had been tiffed off that this was going to happen. I would have. Well, I don't know. Maybe I I probably shouldn't go hang out with Alec Baldwin. It's dangerous. Uh, now, so, so he's on this set. Um, he flew through the Bozeman Airport and he went to this set called the Yellowstone Film Ranch, again in Paradise Valley. According to this report, Joel Souza, who is the uh, director who was on the scene of Rust and got shot by Alec Baldwin... He's now in Montana doing rust again with Alec Baldwin.
4: Oh my God. Awkward. This,
0: this report, let me find the exact sentence. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Here's the, here's the, here's the sentence. Souza is reportedly one of the few crew to carry over from the original shoot.
4: <laughs> oh, is he one of the, one of the only ones.
0: He's the only one who got shot by Alec Baldwin and showed up <laughs> for the next shooting. Is that, that's what you're saying?
4: That is work commitment, right? Yeah.
0: Here. Wow. He really wants to see the project through.
4: <laughs> I uh, really care about this movie rust, which uh, I am totally going to see. Yeah.
0: I, I wish I had the. The integrity and the strength not to watch it, but curiosity will get the best of me. There's no doubt in photos from the set. Alec Baldwin's clothes are bloody. Now there's no word on whether that is original blood from the prior set either, <laughs> or if they had to <laughs> head on down to dark. spirit Halloween. It's dark. I don't know. I don't know if that that's from last time around. Now, as far as Hannah Gutierrez read, uh, she is not on set. In, oh, okay. Um, oh, wait. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. I, I got one step ahead. Hold on. The jokes aren't over. <laughs> one photo from the set shows Alec Baldwin. His... his Firearm handling skills have not improved. He's holding his rifle backward. That's what the headline says. I'm going to assume there's some reason for that. There's something involved in the scene here that would explain that.
4: Why would you assume that?
0: Because there's no... He knows what the muzzle end of a gun is. Does he? He he might. Well, I guess if anyone didn't. But... um, As I mentioned, at least this time, it looks like he's about to shoot himself in the nuts, so we can all look forward to that. This time, he'll be telling us that someone else is responsible for shooting him in the nuts, and he doesn't know who that is, but it's definitely not him. Uh, Now, as far as Hannah Gutierrez reads, she is not in Montana, as I mentioned her next court date is now scheduled for the week of august 9th at that point prosecutors will present their evidence for her involuntary manslaughter charges if the evidence is sufficient it is expected the case will go to trial that month august um but as i mentioned everything from gutierrez Reads' uh, lawyers apparently um everything they're saying suggests that they're going to fight the charges they will not accept a plea deal so uh, if convicted and to your point, that may be an unlikely prospect. But if convicted, she faces a maximum of 18 months in prison and up to five thousand dollars in fines.
4: Not OK. Um,
0: I'll have to be <laughs> quick with these stories. I didn't have as much time to look into the story I'm about to get to with this auto key card conviction. Uh, so if you are uh, a person interested in your Second Amendment and First Amendment rights, I would encourage you to read up on that. But uh, or perhaps I'll revisit that later in the week. But um, in other gun control news, remember that June 1st, as far as I'm aware, is still the date for National Felon Day uh, for pistol braces. And uh, that case just chugs along in the ATF and the, the Justice Department. They just redefine what is and is not a short barreled rifle, according to federal law. And of course, all the while, the ATF denies that they do any of this at all. They deny that they redefine terms at their whims. And they act uh, but they act beyond their statutory authority like this all the time. Mm -hmm. And there was a hilarious demonstration of that this week when Congressman Jake Elsey of Texas asked the new ATF director, Steve Dettelbach, if he can define what an assault weapon is. And the ATF director said, well, you know what? I am not really an assault. I'm not really a firearms expert, was his explanation
2: uh as a gun owner uh of many different types and a, and a 20-year military veteran i have some expertise in weaponry uh and self-defense weapons what could you in 15 seconds would you define an assault weapon for me so so if you go after F- 15 seconds i'll just interrupt you yeah, so. so so i'll go shorter than that because
1: I, I honestly i do think that's a if congress wishes to take that up i think congress would have to do the work but we would be there to provide technical assistance. I, unlike you, I'm not a firearms expert to the same extent as you may be. But we have people at ATF who can talk about uh, uh, velocity of firearms, what damage different kinds of firearms cause.
0: So that whatever determination
2: you you chose to make would be an informed one.
0: Okay.
4: But is he an alcohol guy or a tobacco guy? I guess
0: or? in fairness, there are other things. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was brought in to bring Joe Camel to his knees.
4: Yeah, um, really. Like, well, I smoked two packs today, and I'm an alcoholic, so yeah. I am an expert in some things.
0: Uh, in fairness to he was responding to a guy claiming to be a firearms expert. So there's some contextual explanation for why he said what he said. But yeah, if, he, if you're not a firearms expert, why are you running a federal bureau on the topic? Uh, on what basis did he get the job? And of course, remember that Biden did not introduce him with some sort of alcohol or tobacco event. He introduced him at the time when he was doing his ghost gun banning another example of uh, extra legislative executive branch overreach but the the most hilarious part of this exchange is not in fact his uh, denial of being a firearms expert it's his insistence that he would never act beyond what congress authorizes him to do again while they work to ban ghost guns without (laughs) congressional authorization while he works to make you a felon for your braced ar without congressional authorization i'm sure he and his team are working on the next way that they're going to get you Extra legislatively without congressional authorization. They're doing it right now. That's what their office is focused on. But uh, I I, I say all that to introduce what is yet another egregious example of of legally dubious gun prosecution, at least in my judgment. Uh, Two men are now convicted for producing what they uh, what they were calling auto key cards so one one guy there are two men here one guy runs a florida gun business the other guy runs a youtube gun channel in wisconsin and they sold these card-shaped strips of stainless steel etched with patterns for equipment colloquially called a quote lightning link that can convert a semi-automatic ar-15 into a fully automatic machine gun manufacturing Uh, and possessing an unregistered machine gun is, of course, a violation of of federal law. So just to be clear, to put this in more layman terms, you can see kind of uh, an image on your screen of what these guys were making. They were not making machine guns. They were not selling machine guns. They weren't even making or selling machine gun parts. They were selling chunks of metal with shapes drawn on them. And if another person cut that metal Following that shape and then inserted it into a rifle themselves, then it would be converted to be capable of fully automatic fire. So
4: that's a real stretch. Just drawing
0: a shape on a piece of metal has now been deemed manufacturing machine gun conversion devices in violation of federal law. There are now shapes that you can't draw on metal. Nonetheless, these these men are are charged with illegally distributing unregistered machine gun conversion devices, possession of unregistered machine gun devices, uh, plus a a financial charge related to trying to conceal these transactions. Apparently sentencing is scheduled for July 31st. Justin Irvin, the auto key card manufacturer, faces a maximum penalty of one hundred and ten years in federal prison.
4: Good Lord.
0: Hoover, who is the YouTuber who promoted this, he faces up to 45 years in federal prison as well. Attorneys for both men say they plan to appeal. Of course, this is a major Second Amendment concern. Um, when chunks of metal are deemed machine guns merely because they could be cut into certain shapes, that's concerning. But I I also encourage everyone to think just about your First Amendment rights at stake here, too. Drawing the wrong shape, at least on the wrong type of material is criminal in this case. And I don't see what logic would stop the criminalization of certain plans, certain blueprints, certain instructions for how to build certain things. And Hannah
4: Gutierrez Reed, that committed a gun crime that actually resulted in someone's death is looking at 15 months. Is that what you just said?
0: 18 tops, 18 months tops. These guys are facing one million years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drawings on chunks of metal. That's what we're dealing with here. It it really is an outrageous case. And I know I've done kind of a surface level breakdown here. Um, I I will potentially revisit this case later in the week if uh, if I don't find something else that uh, grabs my attention in the meantime, because I just think that the. uh,
4: That's incredible.
0: This is something everyone should be aware of. This is of all the ridiculous gun prosecutions of the last few years. I think this one might be uh, the top. Unless I'm missing something, maybe I miss some key detail that explains how a chunk of metal with a drawing on it is in fact a machine gun conversion device. Uh, last quick a uh, piece of quick news here that I think also people should be aware of. This one, little sketchy in its sourcing, so I hesitate to say it, you know take it as fact. But th- this is another piece of information I mentioned earlier. It's uh, it's it's just like uh, Blinken being behind the Hunter Biden cover up. Yeah, we know, but thanks for the detailed information. Uh, and the confirmation of it. But um, uh, the the allegations here come from, again, veteran journalist Seymour Hirsch. I would say like his last work that got a lot of uh, traction, I think this is somewhat flimsily sourced, but you'll be mm-hmm. the judge as to whether you believe it. Recall a few uh, months ago, Seymour Hersh alleged citing one anonymous source that the U.S. blew up the Nord Stream pipeline in the Baltic Sea last September, and he offered a detailed account of how exactly that was done, at least according to this source. Well, now Seymour Hersh is citing an anonymous source, quote, close to the CIA to say that uh, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and several other top Ukrainian officials have personally embezzled $400 million in American (laughs) aid that was supposed to go toward purchasing diesel fuel for the war effort. Now, if this account is true, um, this would be hilarious because it's not just that we're getting ripped off personally by Ukrainian leadership. They would be achieving it by helping Russia, too, in the form of purchasing their fuel. So as always with our foreign meddling, whenever there's a conflict, you can bet the U.S. is arming or equipping both sides one way or another. And if this is correct, that would be the case here. Hirsch says under this scheme, Zelensky has been purchasing, quote, discount diesel from Russia with the American money and then hoarding the leftover funds. So in other words, we gave him 20 bucks for gas, but he found a Russian gas station where gas is a dollar instead of (laughs) three bucks. So he bought the cheap. He bought the tank on the discount gas and he pocketed the rest for Cheetos and Mountain Dew. But he's going to keep billing us as though he's paying three or four dollars a gallon. Uh, and, and, and and he's getting it from the enemy by the way. It's not just that you found a secret gas station where you could get a lot of gas for not much money. it's that it's that Putin runs that gas station and we're yeah. the whole premise here is that we're supposed to be fighting Putin when in fact, we're benefiting Putin, and that's something I've always wondered. Why is this war going on and on and on when the sides are seemingly so mismatched? It's not that we haven't had our own forever wars uh with mismatched sides. We just got out of one, a twenty year one in Afghanistan. But is it possible that both sides benefit from this prolonged conflict? Uh, again, if true, um, uh, which is a big if in this reporting that that would be interesting if. Even Putin is is collecting off the American taxpayer <laughs> through this arrangement.
4: Yeah, well, good for him. Uh,
0: always good for Putin. That is a rule of the <laughs> of at least your half of this show. Um
1: mm.
0: at, as a reminder, there are no audits uh, with Ukrainian aid. Nobody's tracking the money. In fact, remember, Rand Paul was admonished in Congress for even suggesting that we should consider doing that. Um,
4: Poor Rand Paul, man.
0: The the real news, uh. the the news that would be truly shocking, and I'm not trying to diminish this report. This is, this is quite scandalous if it is in fact true, but the real news would be independent audit shows that money is actually going where it's supposed to go in Ukraine. I would be Holy shocked. Shit.
4: Wouldn't you die of shock? Uh,
0: that would be, you want to talk about journalistic uh, bombshells. There's your bombshell report.
4: Oh yeah. <clears throat>
0: so it, it, this is uh file. This under rings true. Even if Seymour Hersh <laughs> is, not, even if he's not, what did, what did, uh, aoc say even if it's not like it's more important to be morally correct than factually true or something like yes i think that's exactly what she said seymour hirsch can be in that category he's i don't know i I would not be shocked to learn he's right though obviously okay anything else to say before we get to the hoax hate
4: no let's do it these hoax hates are hilarious
0: they are uh they're blonde bait i would say now the nobody saw it happen but it's totally a product of trump's america hoax (laughs) hate crime of the week ah shit it's backwards you think they'll notice i don't actually think this one is backward if the i'm understanding the orientation correctly which is a very big if as well because i you really this is like one of those 3D those weird things you have to the 3D images you have to squint to see it right that's kind of what this swastika is but uh but here's a new one i i don't recall a case like this before do have we Not ever anyone. had th- Maybe there's been a scratched swastika or two. I don't know. But Where
4: an insane Jewish mother exploits her nonverbal autistic child. No, that's I, this is the first. Yeah,
0: that's an added layer that I don't think I've seen before. Well, in Las Vegas, this Jewish mother says her mostly nonverbal autistic 18 year old son was scratched on his skin at school. In a way that at least looks like a swastika.
2: That
0: looks
4: like a swastika. I'm scared and angry. I I didn't know if it was safe to send my son to
3: school. Mom asked us to conceal her family's identity for their safety. Her 18-year-old son with autism, who's mostly nonverbal, came home from Clark High School with this mark on his side. She says it looks like a swastika. With his limited speech, mom says he couldn't describe what happened. But after that day, he was scared to go in bathrooms. He has a service dog and she found his service dog's treat satchel broken into as well. After filing a report with CCSD police, mom pulled him out of school. It's turned his life upside down right now. It's really scary and I think people are afraid to talk about it.
4: This is by far one of the most egregious incidents that I have seen take place in our community. We want to make sure that Every student goes to school and is able to feel safe
3: and protected. Jolie Breslin, Nevada Regional Director of the Anti-Defamation League, also reached out to CCSD to discuss how the district can work to spot anti-Semitism among students. The family and others are also asking. If you have details, please contact the Anti-Defamation League or the FBI. (laughs) Hmm.
4: I don't know what to believe, what to think about this. On the one hand, I'm like, well, that service dog was just shit, broken to his own. Uh, little satchel of treats and then scratch the tarred kid
0: that seems like a totally plausible explanation yeah
4: and uh, you know if somebody's gonna like scratch this kid scratch a swastika that's that's not even one of those swastika arms is correct one of them
0: the other one doesn't even have elbows it's it's just a straight line it looks more like a number four than anything
4: yeah yeah but I mean, then it, I'm like, well, the mom is clearly exploitive, but there was no GoFundMe and she's anonymous. So I'm thinking standard Jewish neuroticism. Not, okay. Yeah. The,
0: the, uh, the ADL representative there says this is one of the most egregious anti-Semitic incidents she's seen in her career of monitoring anti-Semitic incidents in a major U.S. metro area. Let me That's just say, it? If this is among the worst you've ever seen, I'm going to suggest your job is probably unneeded yeah yeah but notice maybe
4: hate crime that probably is nothing is the worst thing we've ever seen
0: and she's still going to the school to pressure the school to propagandize the kids about it she has no evidence that this was done by a student yet of course other students need to be lectured in general not just the student who did it if they find him which they won't but all students who have nothing to do with something that almost certainly did not happen as described and actually, they don't even have a description for how it happened. They just there's a specter of a hateful person who, I guess, did this in a bathroom to him, maybe.
4: Uh, and, yeah, maybe the dog attacked him in a bathroom.
0: Well, and that would be consistent with his bathroom reaction that she describes. But how do, how do we know that there's no evidence? It's not just my suspicion or our suspicion. It's because police have conducted a thorough investigation for the better part of a month. This actually happened mid-March. So maybe they've investigated for over a month. It sounds like they're done, though. The Las Vegas Review-Journal reports this week police conducted an investigation which included interviews with staff and a review of camera footage and found, quote, no evidence that would indicate the origin of the injuries. Uh, in fact, the police issued a statement of their own uh, confirming that there's nothing to see here.
2: It is but a scratch. A scratch? I've had worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, if true, don't care. The kid has a scratch. Deal with it.
4: yeah. I'm with you, but <laughs> I don't think that, that the mom did this, though.
0: Uh, well, I no, I, I bet he just got scratched in some normal way, and she's an yeah. insane person who either sincerely believes that's a swastika or saw some opportunity to get some end out of it. But get this.
4: Yeah, I
0: agree. It's not just that that uh, say the Las Vegas police inter- uh, investigated and found nothing. According to this reporting, other law enforcement agencies have reviewed the information and come to the same conclusion. So who might that be? I don't know. It might be Clark County Sheriff or whoever.
4: This is well, in it, Vegas.
0: Yeah. It's also the FBI. The case oh, was handed God, to why? the FBI to review, but the district spokesperson said the federal agency did not find any evidence, find any evidence. So even the FBI's fabricators could not come up with. Uh, Dude,
4: the- there are, there are like cold cases of, three-year-old children going missing that need investigation by the FBI and not shit like this. There's a lot of crime uh, in Vegas.
0: If, if FBI agents have time to look into this, we also have too many FBI agents. Oh, yeah. Uh, but And notice that at the end of the this news segment there, if you have any information about this, be sure to contact whom? Don't don't call Las Vegas police. Don't call Clark County Sheriff. Be sure call to call the ADL. The ADL or the FBI and they will determine how to use that information.
4: Damn.
0: That's uh very curious indeed. Well, there's one more case. I I, I guess this is Natick, Massachusetts. I looked at it and I thought it was Natick, but it, I believe it's Natick, Massachusetts. This is suburban Boston. Local leaders are condemning anti-Semitic graffiti found Thursday night at the local light rail station. A swastika was discovered spray painted on the pavement at this station. And um, of course, it is indeed backward. Residents have responded by covering the swastika with chalk, though, drawing a flower and writing hate has no place here. (laughs) In fact, officials in the town are so impressed with this virtuous artwork, they decided to delay the swastika cleanup until Monday so they can leave the virtue signal artwork, artwork out for just a few more days. Now, the uh, the local rabbi who runs a uh, nearby Jewish community center tells a reporter his phone has been ringing off the hook with support since the incident. Now, I'm sure that is completely unrelated, totally coincidental with this very real swastika event earlier today, there was a rally at the station and dozens marched. They marched at the site of this graffiti and then they marched where they marched right on over to the community center to extend further support. And I'm sure that support was in spirit only and not at all in the form of cash or check made out to the, uh, whatever the title of this particular place is.
4: Oh my God.
0: According. this Did you say
4: rabbi Fogelman?
0: that's his name yeah um according to the uh the police chief and this particular rabbi there are multiple cameras that recorded this event let me see the exact sentence here uh yeah there are multiple uh, there are multiple cameras that recorded this event and um well curiously footage of the spray painting in question has not yet been recovered so the the report says the west Natick station the light rail station has surveillance cameras installed very close to where the swastika was painted. And there are additional cameras used during the Boston marathon that are still in place. Where's the footage? Let's see this hateful person. How could it be that uh, we have multiple angles, but no footage to show? Strange. You're like the meme of that kid in class with the vein bulging out of his forehead. Like he's trying to hold in the, the most violent fart of all time or something.
4: It it really is bad, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, well, do you think this one is authentic?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I, we need to extend more kindness to the Jewish community. I they are, um, well, I really think you experience should, tough times.
0: I think you should cut the the check to the this particular community center. Uh, I'm
4: going to do it right after this because I believe the Holocaust is real, and is <laughs> as is reported in history. What I said, I believe the Holocaust is real. <laughs> And I think that we should believe all historical accounts of everything that happened. Okay. Give them your money, more money to the ADL.
0: Speaking. Thank you for giving them that shout out. They've earned it. We um, really
4: have. Yeah.
0: Speaking of historical accounts, it's time for the movie.
3: In a world of movie references flying over his head. One man will finally watch them. This is the Matt and Blonde Show movie review. This
0: week's movie is the 1997 James Cameron epic Titanic, in which a poor drifter wins a ticket to America on a poker hand, falls in love with a wealthy damsel in distress, and hosts, uh, holds her rather to a promise to survive to old age as the unsinkable ship sinks. From movie picker William, Attempting to do cinematic justice to the story of the great ocean liner's ill-fated maiden voyage was a likely catastrophe in itself, but James Cameron turned out to be just the director for the job. The ship's recreation on screen is so rich, so historically faithful, and so lively that you feel as much for it as it sinks, as you do for its passengers. Jack, Rose, and their romance may be fictional, but they have such charm and free-spiritedness, you can't help but wish they weren't. The musical score is among the very best ever composed. One comes away from Titanic, feeling as though words like epic, masterpiece, classic, and tour de force uh, came into being for the very purpose of describing it. As always, your review and your rating.
4: I don't mean to laugh out loud. I did laugh out loud during that movie when the guy hit the uh, propeller. Just perfect comic timing. I gathered. I watched watch this movie in like four parts. I haven't seen it since I was 12. You know? I,
0: I sense that you may have some criticism, but if you don't like that part of the movie, we're done.
4: And I'm glad oh, that, you that was, that was excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I, I, when I was 12, I thought this was just romance. Just, just, just everything. Just perfect. I remember we would watch it and we'd he would cry. And I was just laughing my ass off the whole time. I hated this movie so much. Hated it. Really? Okay. I'm I'm yes. surprised,
0: but all right.
4: Oh, man. Okay. So I think that this was the start of this Hollywood twink love, you know? Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, he is a smooth-faced faggot. I think, he, like, <laughs> sex-wise, that guy has nothing going on for him. I didn't think about what his balls looked like one time during this. Wow. I was just like, not into it. I'm like, look at this twinkie little... I just kept thinking of him like all tardy in Gilbert Grape.
0: You know, um, I've not seen it, but my wife references that role frequently as well.
4: Oh, God. All right. Okay. I I hate this class struggle versus love thing. It's such mm. like a trite story. It's like like the most trite love story, and I really hated it here. But um, if everyone's going to want to fight me on this, but Rose... Giant whore. She had this opportunity to save her family <laughs> yeah. from destitution and all she had to do was take some light abuse from a guy oh. that was way hotter than Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: I thought you were and, going where I think okay, we were on a similar wavelength but never never mind. Okay, okay. I retract but, my pointing, but I'll
4: But but no, she can't do that. She can't take one for her family and instead she has to skank out and bang some gutter rat dude in a car on a boat. Why? Also, there are no dolphins on that route. Um, It was too long. The gun scene was ridiculous. I don't care about any of the characters. Um, And then that ancient hag wastes like a $50 million diamond because (laughs) she's sad about her old sandy badge, wasteful (laughs) rose, giant horse skank. This was just a James Cameron jerk-off session. I fucking hated this movie one out of five. One?! Yeah, I hate. Wow. I don't know what to tell you. you. I used to love this movie. I was looking forward to watching it, and I was watching it, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure this is trash."
0: I mean, you don't even have respect for just the cinematic achievement of of all involved in in making that ship sink in a believable way.
4: Yeah, fine, whatever. Two out of five.
0: So have I? Well, you got to decide: is it one or two? For
4: nineteen, what year was it? It was ninety-seven.
0: It was ninety-seven.
4: Yeah, the CGI was pretty good
0: so is it one or two
4: I'll give it a two okay
0: I guess I've I've talked you into upping a little bit all right uh I'm gonna try to be as quick as possible because uh well for a gigantically long movie I have a gigantically long review so I'm just gonna try to be uh try to make each point as quickly as possible um what I loved about this movie uh, is a is a lot of the well don't get don't don't misunderstand me. There is criticism <laughs> later. And it's sincere okay, okay. criticism. It's not ticky tack. Right. But what I do love about this movie is a lot of the same stuff that I loved when when I saw it when I was 10, but for different reasons. I, I went to the theater because I just wanted to see the ship sink. Yeah. Now, it, it, I, I'm not even taking shots at Jack and Rose and the performance and the romance. That's fine. I'm not saying it's bad or whatever. But what captures my mind is... Just the confrontation with death itself and and the particular confrontation in in this especially horrific way. This combination of freezing and drowning in the company of your family and watching it happen to them and being helpless to stop it. And or if you're a man doing the honest thing and sending your crying children off with your wife and saying, don't worry, I'll see you soon, knowing full well that you will not see them soon and you will suffer a horribly torturous death to maintain composure in such a situation, I think is amazing um of course this is a dramatized presentation but th- there's there's a lesson here that none of us know maybe maybe we die 80 years from now maybe we die tomorrow when your time comes you have to find the strength to face that with grace yeah. and with integrity and with an understanding that your time has come and and that's okay or at least it's as okay as it can be i really i get, my mind wanders on those themes because they really fascinate me the, the theme of just fiddling all the way down as the si- as the ship sinks It's technically it's a violin. At least the last guy is, I think. I don't know. And people who know those instruments can correct me. But I reference this frequently because there's a lot of metaphorical value to that. That as we similarly think that our society is sinking uh, or in a downward trajectory. It, likewise, you have to find a way to maintain and fulfill your purpose, even if. Bad things are coming with certainty. I really appreciate that these guys, I I appreciate the scene of them maintaining their commitment to their role and doing their best to maintain peace and order, despite a chaotic, horrible death approaching them imminently. Uh, it's the same sort of philosophy. I think we all should approach even, even tough times. You have to find a way to maintain that purpose, to fill your role, to do what you're supposed to do, even if bad things are coming soon. Uh, I give a lot of credit to a story where everyone knows what's going to happen, but they still find ways to make it, uh, thrilling and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, entertaining. And, uh, Oh, I, I, let me back up just a little bit. The scene, the combination of those two things, the scene where they're still playing as the ship is sinking and that music, uh, goes into this montage of, of the old people in their bed as the water takes them and the captain watching the water take, the deck up there and, and, and the the Irish woman reading to her or trying to comfort her children in the bed. I, to me, that's, that is among the most beautifully tragic scenes I've seen in any movie. I I, I could watch that a hundred times and that's still, that's tough. That's that, that gets me as close to crying from a movie as any Aww. movie does. So I will give a ton of credit to that one, but story where everyone knows what's going to happen. And if they still find a way to make it thrilling and tense, they I, I think they really did that. Well, um, obviously the movie doesn't assume you'll be surprised to learn that the ship sinks. So they maintain their tension and, and uh, intrigue through other methods. And I had forgotten for years of not watching this or after years of, of not seeing it, how tense that scene where Jack is trapped and he's chained to the, to the, uh, to that pipe or whatever it is. And she has to free him. Her meandering through those ship hallways with the water rushing in and the creaking of the ship, and there's the tension of whether she'll be able to get it done in time, but there's also the tension of the characters that they uh, encounter and sort of all the effects of the bouncy camera work to make you feel like you're on a boat. The, the electrical work starts to go haywire as it's flooded. The lighting is crazy. That's like a mini horror movie in sort of a romance drama. That that scene, I think, is incredible in a completely different genre from to, uh, than the movie belongs in, if that makes sense. Mm. I, I, that was actually the most engaging part of the movie probably for me this on this watch um you mentioned propeller hit guy i'm not going to go into that it's just the of all the, i respect the production it probably was very easy for them to do propeller hit guy it was probably just throwing a body off the thing and watching it bounce but it, it's yeah you know what it is <laughs> it's the ping when he hits too. it's the sound effect <laughs> oh,
4: Poor guy. just a
0: great movie uh movie moment i actually appreciated some of cal's philosophy the bad guy cal Uh, I make my own luck. He says that several times. Luck and fate are a big theme in this movie and the way that luck and fate can kind of betray you. Of course, it's 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 Jack's lucky hand that gets him on the ship. It's also Jack's quote unquote lucky hand that kills him. I wonder what those guys who lost that poker hand in England or wherever this takes place. When they saw the news, I know it's fictional, but if it were real, they if they saw the news a few weeks later, like, oh, shit, I guess guess we're really lucked out the, the yeah. point that's interesting there is what you what you think is lucky what you think is unlucky unlucky don't always turn out that way but to the point on cal to realize the gains of luck you have to make your own luck in so far as you're willing to take risk if you never take risk you never realize those gains i know for him he was kind of a malicious guy who didn't realize the gains in the end but i, I still love that philosophy of i don't wait for luck to come to me i make my own luck i i am in uh, an active seeker of it. And um, in the review, the only other point I write in appreciation, the, the 1911 is awesome. The gun that that uh, his, his security guy has and that he takes to try to kill them. Yeah. Really pretty. <clears throat> gun. Wish I had it. It went up for auction um, in 2016 and they were asking $20,000 for that gun. Oh, and really? It, it didn't sell, apparently. But uh, maybe if I sell a few more bars of soap, I will be able to get <laughs> the Titanic... Uh, nickel-plated, engraved, 1911. Okay, some things I didn't like. I, we're on the same page with this old woman, okay? Old Rose, her entire character and story, is, I think is the worst part of this movie.
4: Did I'm, we do it, you mean?
0: <laughs> I'm supposed to have sympathy and admiration for her. Uh, yeah. I hate everything about her. She's dishonest. She's um, She's selfish. And worst of all, she's cringe. She's just yeah. cringe. I, at the end, when she was climbing the railing on the 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 new boat, the new ship, I'm thinking, please fulfill your story arc. Jump in the water,
1: yeah, for real. Give
0: us that satisfaction. Okay, you mentioned she throws away a fortune for her family. Oh, uh, a woman's heart is an ocean of secrets. I'm gonna throw away like a a, a fortune because I know,
4: her granddaughter really could have used that.
0: It's, uh, clearly, you guys live in some kind of modest means. They show the home at the start. What are you doing? I understand you feel like you have some fidelity to Jack. Would Jack tell you to do this? No, he'd go, you're stupid, Rose. You're stupid. Why did you do that? Is what he would say. And I, whatever you feel about this 24 hour romance, like a hundred years ago, it's not more important than your children's future and your family's future. Now it's an indefensible move. It's worse than when Maverick threw Goose's dog tags in the ocean.
4: Yeah.
0: Did you notice this? My wife noticed this first, so I have to credit her. But when you think about it, it's ridiculous. It, it's weird that she travels with photos to stage a, like a temporary staying place in the first place. Who travels with a whole suitcase full of framed photos? But then at the end, when she's sleeping, this scene shows what the photos are. The photos are almost exclusively of her. Oh, look. Yeah. There's me on an airplane. Oh, look, there's me on a horse. Oh, look, it's younger, hotter me done up all sexy. I know that the point is that the, the point they're trying to illustrate is look at the life that she lived inspired by Jack. But doesn't her family play a role in that? Who it in theory? I get the point they're trying to make in practice. It's completely bizarre. Like, who the hell would ever travel with this many framed photos of just herself? It,
4: it's are you going to answer the important question or what? what what did you think of her tits
0: uh they were fine fine uh, mid-grade classic mid
4: are you must be joking me kate winslet had exquisite I mean, boobs was, I, She I was would, like 22 22 year old kate winslet's tits and you're like oh she's mid
0: i don't know the yeah. The areolas were a little off i would what say what <laughs>
4: kind of boob do y- it,
0: it, it, moving on there's uh, they're not they're not I wouldn't say they're bad. They're just not. I, I, it's just uh, they're better than like your typical Game of Thrones. How about that? <laughs> uh, you mentioned the "Did we do it?" joke. It's just cringe. Okay. Yeah. It's just cringe. This isn't a comedy movie. I don't need grandma comedy. It adds nothing. It's not funny anyway. Get rid of that. Uh, this premise that she never told the story to anybody. I didn't even tell your grandpa. I don't believe you. Number one, you didn't tell your family about one of the most formative. I think she means the didn't tell him about Jack. Maybe she didn't keep the whole Titanic thing a secret, but even still, if Jack is one of the most formative things in your entire life, you never told your family, you're kind of a bad family member. You don't keep secrets like that from family. It's not healthy. Okay. Last few points. Uh, Obviously um, you're going to have to set aside pretty much half the day to watch this movie. Um, My dispute with movie length is not length per se. It's whether movies waste your time and actually, except for the grandma nonsense. I don't think this movie wastes a ton of your time. Some of the romance is a little drawn out. There's a little too much like mischievous running around the ship, whatever. Uh, But overall, it's not a huge complaint. I think this for a three hour, 15 minute movie, I could see worse uh, uses of time. Um, Zero chance. Jack's artwork was preserved at the bottom of the ocean. That was charcoal or, or graphite on paper. I know you're supposed to accept ridiculous premises in a movie. This was a central premise, though, that 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 artwork was preserved and she recognized herself in a drawing. Wasn't it
4: like pen or ink? Yeah, it was. uh,
0: He had like charcoal pencil or graphite, whatever he's using. The thing was soaked at the bottom of the ocean for 100 damn years or something close to that. And um, yeah, I had the same reaction on the dolphins at first. I thought. Are there dolphins off the coast of Ireland? That seems wrong. And I looked it up. Um, there are indeed dolphins near Ireland, but they're not these dolphins. The dolphins shown in this movie are Pacific animals, not Atlantic, but that's the least significant of my criticisms. I was just yeah. curious about it. Oh, I forgot. I have one more point. I mentioned I have a Titanic scale review for this Titanic movie. Do you know the Titanic tinfoil about the Fed?
4: I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is not directly related to the movie. So it's not praise or a uh, criticism. It's just my favorite Titanic conspiracy theory, quote unquote, um, There are a lot of them. The the summary of them from Wikipedia is linked in the review if you want to check them out. But there's there's speculation that Titanic was sunk deliberately to eliminate opponents of the creation of the Federal Reserve Central Banking System. That's right. Mm. The Fed did it, or at least the interests in favor of what would become the Fed soon thereafter. According to this theory, that's J.P. Morgan and the Rothschilds. Many of those aboard the Titanic were, of course, wealthy, uh, high society people. And, and many of them, there are three in particular, they were uh, openly and actively opposed to the creation of the Fed, which did ultimately happen the year after the Titanic sank, 1913. Um, so, uh, of course, I have no... I, I can't claim to be a historic, uh, a scholar of the history here or to have direct evidence of this. But in reading about this just for fun and casually for writing this review, I did note um, PolitiFact, The Washington Post, and Snopes... And more of all the usual liars say that it is definitively false. So that's evidence in favor, if you ask me. I, I'm,
4: it totally is. Yeah. I'm
0: interested in learning more about this.
4: I'm like, oh, the Rothschild did it? Yeah, I believe really
1: that.
0: <laughs> so I gave it a uh, perfectly respectable 4 Wiki rating.
1: Wiki, 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 Wiki. Mmm,
3: pretty good. Pretty, pretty,
0: pretty good. Wipe that look off your face because you gave Totoro a 4 Wiki. I don't want to hear any of your shit.
3: Blade
4: Runner a one <laughs> tremors a two. You didn't like groundhog. You liked Titanic more than you liked groundhog oh, yeah,
0: by a lot. And I, I will also note if you look at the bottom, com- bottom community rated movies from last week, there's blade runner right there. Bottom 25. It's like ranked 90 out of a hundred, something like that.
4: Did my, did my list get <laughs> voted out?
0: I had nothing to do with that. Okay.
4: God um, bless it. Are you serious?
0: Uh, First of all, people's initial reaction to Titanic, the early vote, um,
4: a little, uh,
0: maybe slightly critical. It's like a quarter giving it a four and a quarter giving it a three. So and there's actually a lot of people giving it ones and twos. This is a pretty oh, even good. split no. on Titanic, maybe Very a little good. more hate than, than usual. Okay. Uh, but yeah, your your nominations last week, I did not I had nothing to do with this. I didn't fortify the vote. I didn't encourage people to vote a certain way. It was decisive. It was not even close.
4: You sons of bitches. Okay, what, do won- I, what piece of shit movie from IMDb do I have to watch this week?
0: You know, it was pretty cool when I did the um, full disclosure. When I make these selections, what I do is I just do a random number generator, one through 250, and then I look at IMDb's top 250 and whatever number corresponds, that's the one I pick. This time, I actually had to do it three or four times because the ones that were selected, we've already seen. I think it went on Full Metal Jacket, and it picked Dr. Strangelove again. It might have been just the two. I thought there was a third one. I can't remember. Anyway, it ultimately landed on Fargo. Have you seen Fargo?
4: I've seen Fargo like a dozen times. So All fine. Right. I guess I don't have to watch a movie this week. <laughs>
0: All right. Your opinion is set. I have seen Fargo before, but only once. So I will watch it once more. Uh, we do have a fresh list of nominations from listener Tony. They are The Lives of Others Cool. all right citizen Kane. nice how do you say this one galop gallipoli
4: yeah you see mel gibson's butt in gallipoli.
0: oh well there, there you go so you have to prove that L- lawrence of arabia
4: who is this guy
0: i well i guess he's making amends for your li- your failed list last week inside lewin davis no way hail caesar
4: i haven't seen that
0: Shaun of the dead I have seen Shaun of the Dead. I I think that's the only one on here that I've seen. And Downfall, a Hitler movie, right?
4: Man, this list is awesome. Who is this? Who's the number? His
0: name's Tony. That's all I know about him. Tony! So uh, you can have your selection of those for the next month. And of course, if you don't like those, you can can reject the list in favor of a random IMDb top rated movie as well. Uh, But as a reminder, if you'd like to read my movie reviews, even this way too long one for this way too long movie comment how wrong i am submit your own rating vote for the next movie and sign up for the chance to be the movie nominator for the month the one and only place to do it is in my weekly movie review column linked in the description and on the home page of the website that is mad dot com all right it's time to catch up with chatters and call it a stream i think um i probably gave well I started with Rumble last time, so we should probably resume on our YouTube and Tippy stream, people, so we don't leave them waiting too long.
4: Sure, <clears throat> injured guardian blonde, you must come to my store and help against the dependas. Do you mean the dependapotamuses? There are three in particular who all claim to be the widow of one guy. You know they're lying. How Dependipotamus? fat are they?
0: Dependapotamus?
4: Yeah. Uh, like do I dare
0: opinion. even ask what the, I I already know what that is. What a a d-
4: woman that marries a military guy to get It's to not benefits. against the law. Oh fuck you.
0: Oh, it's specific to military. That's it what is? that is. Oh, okay. Maybe I had something slightly different in
4: mind. Injured Guardian also said, Matt and I once made a trip uh to each buy a ma deuce. The ATF arrived to ruin things, thankfully, my forceful shout of I don't have a dog, I don't have a dog. Confused and saddened them so much that we remained free. <laughs> he also said if you all haven't seen the musical Come From Away, do so ASAP. It's the true story of a town in Ga- the town of Gander, Newfoundland from 9-11 through 9-16-2001. A pro shoot was done and is now on Apple TV. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't hate know musicals, if- but um, my best friend is from Newfoundland, so maybe I should check it out.
0: Thanks hmm. for the support and for the tip. I don't know anything about that, so I'll have to give it a look.
4: Hold on, Hi, Psalm 22 is a short read, 31 verses. You can read it in five minutes and listen to it in 3.5, if and when you take the notion. Keep in mind, it was written a thousand years before Christ. God bless. God bless you too. Thank you, Holden.
0: Thank you, Holden. I will. Uh, I will give that some consideration.
4: Phil, I'll I'm read at this it right
0: now. It is. It is short. He's right.
4: Um, there's not much that is more despicable than betraying one's own kin for pats on the head from out groups. Something is seriously broken in these families that throw their members under the bus here, here, here.
0: It is uh Quince. it is really bizarre. You know, it's it's I can think of things that would cause me to end my relationship with a family member. There are all sorts of crimes or betrayals that you can commit in which I would separate I would sever that relationship. I can't I just can't imagine a situation in which I would publicly talk shit about them for my own virtue points in that way. Even if my yeah. Let's say my brother killed a person or did something obviously objectively wrong. Um, And let's say that he or let's say that that person committed such a crime and refused to was committing crimes on an ongoing basis and refused to stop. Like you have to sever that relationship. You have to leave that person. You don't go on on national TV and just be like, oh, my my brother or my dad or my grandpa sucks. He's so bad, but not me. I'm good. I'm a good guy. See, here I am with Don Lemon, other noted good guy. It it is weird. There's just something bizarre going on.
4: Wicked RCL, Budweiser and all affiliated brands are banned from Oktoberfest this year. (laughs) Is that true? That's awesome.
0: Is it because of this or is it something (laughs) uh, coincidental?
4: I'm sure it's because of this.
0: That's really, I'm going to look that up. That, I hadn't heard that.
4: Tortuga. I just wanted to say you look gorgeous today. Blonde, you look pretty good too. I'm digging the Fjord and Yodel look. Question. Do you ever consider arguing with Adam and Sitch on their nine hour stream? I'd love to see it. Nine hour, well, who? Does nine? what?
0: Is this, uh, is this PSA Sitch or is this somebody else? I don't know. But if it's PSA Sitch, I've, I've seen some of his stuff before and he generally does pretty good stuff. So, uh, maybe that's the reference. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. when I look at these these uh Octoberfest photos, everyone looks like they're wearing uh your exact same outfit or something very oh, really? close. Yeah, it's very <laughs> Octoberfesty.
4: It's true. LARP. Um, AP can't think of anything say exciting to say tonight other than keep up the great work. You two Life's a garden. Dig it. Oh, I like that.
0: <laughs> that's very. Thank you for the wholesome super chat. they're so rare it's these days.
4: Bill Biz, I heard that Alyssa Heinerscheid. Who certainly perpetuates the stereotypes been fired by Bud Light? Any truth that? Yes, if you go back about two hours, we talked about it, right?
0: Uh the first half of the show, like probably around <laughs> the twenty-minute mark, something like that. Yeah.
4: Okay. What am I gonna say? That's Wait, a, which, is it? Which, that's which one are you a trying to read? Big hymen. Is that? Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Okay. No, no. You know what that is. Uh, I have one Bitz for that. Geigman. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, read what you think it is one more time.
4: That's a man. Try this. That's a big
3: game, man.
4: Oh. Yeah. Ah. Matt claims that he's moving to accommodate his family, but that's an obvious lie. Ever since I railed him in every room of his house, he's been looking for new rooms. Oh, so that,
0: that does, that, was... that does fit. Thank you.
3: That's a big game, man.
4: Boogeyman91799, thank you, sir. Thank you. Jonathan Prezios wraps uh, no, may hey. not be a fed um, but from the Proud Boys cases right now we know that uh, they were informants the whole time only found out they were an informant that was called as a witness
0: Yeah I need to read more into that case I haven't had I've been that Proud Boys case has been kind of at the back of some of the stuff I've been saving to look into for a little while uh, the last few weeks and I just haven't done it so I know there's a lot being uh, revealed and I'll have mm-hmm. to check it out uh, cause I know, well, I know the broad level headline of you thought there were a lot of feds on January 6th. turns out there were even more feds than you previously understood.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, Johnny slam blonde. Your frustration with Pearl is cause she's not actually red-pilled on feminism. She's grifting, copying Manosphere talking points, capitalizing on the popularity of Andrew Tate and co Brittany Fenty made a good video exposing her. Yeah. I saw that clip of Pearl being like, if I had the perfect guy, I'd let him cheat on me a few times. It's like, if you had the perfect guy, he wouldn't be cheating on you. Right. Like, I don't think that women think like this. And then if a man's cheated on, you you can't marry him because it's not like he's going to be faithful during your marriage. And then you've exposed your kids to a dysfunctional upbringing. So nice going Pearl. I
0: haven't listened to a ton of that, but I have had some listeners try to, uh, well, suggest to me to listen to some of that uh, type of content where it's a lot of uh, younger men and women convincing themselves that they can actually be non-monogamous in their relationships and it's totally going to work.
4: Well, that's not um, what she's saying. She's saying that like women, if they have a good man should accept a minimal amount of reasonable cheating.
0: Hmm. Okay. So she's not say- she's saying it would bother her, but she would accept it. Yeah. The conversations I've heard are women convincing themselves that it wouldn't even bother them.
4: No, I mean, I don't want to say that like women can't have opinions about feminism and gender roles if they don't have children. I'm not saying that because I definitely did before I had kids. But the 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 opinion she's espousing would um, contribute to incredible second generation dysfunction. Like, I, can you imagine like growing up and knowing that your dad was like fucking other women?
0: Well, and it that's would just be a nightmare. That's the whole point. The whole point of the relationship, the whole obligation of the relationship is providing the best situation for your kids. That is right, right. the moral and, commitment. And-
4: Within, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be unfair to her. It sounded like she was talking uh, about outside the confines of a marriage. And I think that cheating is different in a dating relationship than it is in a marriage. But how could you trust your husband not to cheat on you during the marriage? Could you marry that guy?
0: Well, I, I guess like, well, he's not going to yeah. cheat. I mean, I just I have to know. treat the question rhetorically because, of course, I, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the one to offer the explanation in favor of that type of arrangement.
4: The worst part of this unrest in Sudan and Haiti is the never-ending refugee flow into our countries. At some point, we need to quit trying to save Africans from themselves and just let nature take its course. <laughs> Nothing good helps from uh, comes from helping out groups. Uh, there is an argument to be made about um, not it's helping. Not, the law. Fuck you. not helping people from other countries, but you know that means that we can't take their resources either.
0: Oh, uh... Well, while you keep reading, I'm going to look up at I'm going to look up what we're sacrificing in Sudan as far as yeah, the right. resources that will be unavailable to us. Sudan, just experts. in general, I'm saying. Uh, uh, oil, I guess. Sudanese oil,
4: hmm.
0: ground nuts, oh, gold as well. Hmm. Sheep and goats. Where well, are we, we going to find those?
4: We, nobody has their own sheep and goats in this uh, country. So. Yeah. Uh, Robin D. Banks, Matt and I once made love. JK keeping it classy tonight, so I'm not gonna talk about Matt slaughtering my innocence. Oh, nor talk about dropping my panties faster than they dropped the ball. Oh my chart. god. These are so gross. Uh
0: I well, I will allow it for the Alec Baldwin joke.
4: <laughs> Disturbed two K seven. Blonde looking sheesh. What does that even mean? Matt straight bussin'. I don't know what any of this means. I
0: think that's a compliment.
4: I lost two family members this month, man. I'm sorry to hear that. You guys always make me feel better. Thanks for that. Call your family and tell them uh, that you love them. God bless. Love you, mom.
0: That is true. I'm sorry to hear it. And of course, uh, even if you have conflict, you know, uh, whenever I talk about my own losses, I uh, it's not as though I and those losses were suffered with conflict in place. But I do think about what would have what it would have been like if those losses were suffered and there was unresolved conflict, even if you can't uh, be on the best of terms with everybody all the time. If you could find a way to just at least have some peace with whoever in your family you may be fighting with, uh, Mm -hmm. that is always beneficial because you never know when that day comes. You never know when they're gone. You can't have those conversations anymore. That's so true. I. No. I'm not gonna. No, I don't know. I had a poor taste joke come to mind.
4: Oh, I thought it was gonna be something heartfelt.
0: Should I? Oh, that was my heartfelt part. Can I give the poor taste joke part? Sure. Well, the big the big question that you need to answer is whether these family members were racist. <laughs> if they were racist, then
4: <laughs> then who cares? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then we yep. have to. Um, I mean, there's not there's no complaint here. Yeah. You got to follow the lead of uh, Clint Ludwig. Ludwig. No, all the best to you disturbed I'm, I'm really i'm sorry to hear it and um it's you know you got the, the proper perspective on it and uh at the end uh when when everybody's time comes that's what you want to walk away with so all the best to you and your family yep
4: uh my grendel says andrew bronca covered this missouri law allows forceful defense of home against an attempt to enter there's no requirement to actually make entry pulling a door handle is an attempt to enter Interesting. Well,
0: Andrew Bronca has a lot of expertise in this area, so I, I certainly would not say, oh, he's wrong and he's stupid. He knows what Dude, he's talking about. Dude,
4: that would about. be awesome if this old guy got off. I, uh,
0: phrasing, phrasing. It's it's possible. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to be very skeptical that there's going to be, if the facts are, as we understand, and it's a matter of ringing the doorbell and or touching the, the door handle. When we say pull, like, what do we mean? Is he standing there yanking and really trying to rip the door? Yeah. Or does he have a, have a hand on it? these are the questions that are going to have to be answered as it stands. Now I'm going to be very surprised if something like hand on the door handle is deemed uh, a, a factor to justify the shooting that took place. But uh, yeah, brunca does in general, he does good work. I'm not telling you he's wrong and an idiot. I would say if you want the full, full analysis on this, he's a great guy to go to. So I haven't yeah. seen what he said about this and I'll, I'll check it out, but uh, appreciate the support for the show as well. Thank you.
4: Sure do a big donation from Mr. Trevor Jones. Been a while since I caught you live. Appreciate what you guys do, and cheers! Thank you so much. You Thank really
0: you for it. your uh, support for the show. It is very much appreciated, and uh, thanks for tuning in live as well.
3: We love you. You're very special.
4: Um, Sean says Casey Torino did nothing wrong. Well, <laughs> that is an argument to be made. Yeah,
3: he
0: did. He didn't use an M1 Garand. That's what he did <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Uh, classic um, movie moment. Well, I want to watch that movie and review it. It's been, oh yeah, that, that was on great. my list, but it didn't get picked.
4: Um, Walter Mellon. Gramps might be innocent based on him having a reasonable fear, but I'm a hundred percent certain his grandson is a piece of shit. Me too.
0: Yeah, we'll 100%. see. Um, I'm. <laughs> we'll definitely not see on the grandson uh, because I I agree with that conclusion. Um, frankly, the 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 thing that gives me the most hesitation to to say oh it's obviously an unjustified shoot is just the fact. Again, I've seen this over and over again. There's probably so some times, fact yeah. that has not been presented accurately, and it's it's it. I would not be uh, be surprised to see it uh, revealed later yeah. to much less attention.
4: Day one of George Floyd, I was like, "This is just horrible. This is just the worst. It's just police brutality." Like then that was your two reaction? hours later. I was like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, uh, I I got to reload
0: injured guardian says blonde in that burial situation the only question should be will there be others
4: burial situation
0: are you talking about remember was this about the corrupt government officials or who's getting buried in this
4: i don't remember i
0: forgot the reference injured guardian sorry man i'm yeah mike Lindsay says gonna side with whitey every time there's a sound clip Yeah, I guess we'll have to clip that one. Although using clips, did I of, say that? Yeah, you did. Uh, but using voice clips of ourselves can get very confusing because then you don't know if someone's talking at
1: live that time or
0: yeah. not. Yeah,
4: he's just talking about for blackmail purposes. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you can do it. Okay,
0: injured guardian. That decides it. We need a new sounder of blonde saying thirteen minus fifty two equals negative thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wish
4: I said that. It's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Uh, son of the wolf the wife and i are considering uh or are closing a a house let me try again it's that time of night the wife and i are closing on a house thursday got the word yesterday we're approved heading to the woods on some land to raise the kids and getting livestock self-reliance is the only way forward sounds like you have found the way and congratulations to your family that's very exciting and uh um, all the best to you man that's that's the dream congrats to you guys diesel baby says was closed shopping yesterday, saw three people running out with merchandise within 25 minutes. Promoted your show to the base lady working there who revealed her power level after some uh, chatting Lol. Wow. Well, that, that's surprising. <laughs> me. That, that's surprising to me. Um, I guess surprising that someone was publicly receptive to that sort of. Yeah, thing, but maybe not. I don't know. I guess if you're witnessing that many shopliftings, uh, you tend to uh, have your perspective changed that way. True. If hers ever changed at all. Jonathan Prezios says, Alec Baldwin did explain it's fanning the trigger. Uh, This was gun nuts not thinking this was someone that doesn't know how guns is... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Baldwin did explain it's fanning the trigger. This was gun nuts not thinking this was someone that doesn't know guns explaining how it went off. Fanning the trigger was possible for that gun. Yeah, it's uh, to fan the trigger, though, you'd still have to have the trigger depressed. You could do it if he didn't use his thumb to to cock the hammer, he would have to be using his uh, his hand. Let me. I should put it up like this. If you hold if you hold a single action revolver like so in my right hand, you can see, and you have the trigger depressed, and you take your off hand and fan the trigger like that, or that fan the hammer like that. It will perpetually go off as you pull that hammer back, and it slams forward. But only if the trigger is depressed. So he would still be pulling the trigger in that context, but oh, right. maybe he okay. maybe in his mind, he doesn't think pulling the trigger because he's not. Doing he's holding it down to achieve that he's not actively pulling it each time, but right, it could it certainly could have been that situation, but the, and even in that situation, what is what is the, that wouldn't be a misfire, right? That would be Alec Baldwin. A retard, yeah. Is there a modification for fanning purposes in Hollywood that I'm not aware of? Is that I don't know what this modification is. I want some additional explanation. Knuckle Hunky Buck says, uh, they didn't drop the case because they couldn't prosecute, they're just scared of um, having Baldwin in court demonstrating how he held the revolver. I mean, that is a risk, you got to evaluate, you know, what's worth your life at this point. Phil says default response should always be side with whitey no more giving the benefit <laughs> of the doubt to outgroups we can police our own after we have our own future secured um well uh you know I, as always i think i'm going to no, no, cock on
4: due process evaluating yeah. the
0: individual due process got to cock
4: on due process
0: uh it was loyalty to the facts above all else but um but if i if I had to pick reaction if I had to pick like believe the opposite to me it's uh well it it's it's like a media thing I mean there are statistical realities of how these crimes are committed racially that's right. true that's I'm not <clears throat> yes. denying that um but I think to the extent that that even those splits are not as drastic as like what the racial propagandists in media want you to believe
4: exactly yeah. that's
0: if i'm if i'm gonna be reactionary about anything it's probably not let's see john says sadly scott adams is being vilified for being correct the dead air about the shooting with the races reversed is all the evidence we need good people always feel guilty when they do necessary evil well I, there's a lot of truth to that too and I, I worry about a world where necessary evil uh emerges as necessary it seems like we are uh, on the cusp if not uh, fully in that world and it's uh seriously speaking it's it's terrifying to think about it sucks but uh the forces that be I seem intent to push us there knuckle hunky box says matt and i once made guns we didn't actually but we drew pictures of them on sheets of metal matt drew his uh <laughs> matt drew his like one of his french pistols then alec baldwin <laughs> showed up and accidentally fired one that was a wild weekend let me tell you Knuckle Hunky Buck also says, how many law enforcement agencies does it take to change a light bulb or investigate a shape that looks like four X scratched into a kid's skin? Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder how many agents of we know at least three law enforcement agencies worked on it, uh, according to the reporting. There was the Las Vegas police. There was the FBI and some other agency that they didn't describe. But yeah, how many how many individual cops and how much time? Yes. Yeah. Yes esoterica unbound says as the saying goes dog bites man is not news but man bites dog is jogger shoots anybody just isn't news the baltimore body count for april already exceeds 22 and no one cares so much for black lives mattering well yeah it's in in baltimore that uh they haven't mattered at least if they're killed by certain people for quite some time let's say uh let's see don't day 2k blonde thank you even though you cucked on your one wiki wow uh worse than the movie was Cameron's uh acceptance speech at the Oscars in which he oh, observed yeah. a moment of silence for the dead barf oh for Titanic dead did he do that
4: Ooh. well i don't know that's not so bad hmm.
0: i can see why people would dislike that movie I, I i don't love it so much that it seems impossible to dislike but uh to dislike it on the one i that, that i don't know Don't day does though you're entitled to that risen victory some say the difference between a violin and a fiddle is the way you play them, but the real difference is more likened to the difference between a woman making 76 cents to the dollar uh, and, uh, and man. For a fiddle is a violin you can spill beer on. Is that correct? That's the only distinction? It's just like a poor man's violin? I don't know enough about these instruments. so
4: It's the same. Yeah. It's oh, like I the thought violin. there
0: was a technical difference.
4: Well, oh, I so thought... played, played a little differently.
0: Oh, well, in any case, thank you for your support for the show as well. I am not going to be niggardly. My source must have been incorrect. I thought it was technically a violin. Well, that means I don't have to... I can I can still say fiddling as the ship sinks. Holden Mulray says, uh, Our former benchmarks of greatness, Ivy League education, Rhodes Scholarship, Nobel Prize, Pulitzer, etc., are perhaps among the saddest losses ceded to the left over the past hundred years. Do you agree? Ooh, uh, well, I suppose the loss of, of elite academia is... Um, I mean, there are many shames, but that American elite academia was the the standard, maybe. If not for the world, certainly for like uh, this part of the world, I mean, Europe has its elite schools, too. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. um, I guess if I was going to say the loss of any institution. On the level of elite academia, maybe media entertainment in general um how even though hollywood gets and deserves a lot of hate these days there's a lot of that's the production of the entertainment that the whole world consumes enjoys i know at some level it just seems like stupid popcorn entertainment and often it is but in many ways it's it's also the height of of its artistic form i don't know what do you think is the biggest loss is it academia is it uh is it media? Yeah. Is it something else?
4: I don't know. It's probably academia. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, now we're just manufacturing idiots, so that is unfortunate. <laughs> Let's see. Um, injured Guardian says, "Reference above." Family should help you bury a body, no questions asked. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the blonde quote. I might ask a few questions, but I still think that's closer to the truth than uh, the than Clint's Throw perspective.
4: Your old grandpa under the bus for yeah. For no
0: reason. Disturbed 2K7 says they were Latino. Draw your own conclusions, Matt. Who's they, though? Who are the Latinos? Was uh, wait, what, what are you smirking at? Do you know the answer to this? What am I missing? No,
4: no, no. I, was, I read the in the live chat. Uh, who oh. was Latino? What were we talking about?
0: I missed the Latino reference. I'm sorry.
4: Let me refresh this. Well, maybe maybe she's talk talking about the,
0: the Ludwigs. Maybe the Ludwigs are L- Latino.
4: How? With a name like that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's got kind of a Latino look anyway. uh, We'll, we'll catch up on, uh, on rumble here and then we'll call it an evening. Let's see. Uh, Who's your data? The best defense Lester has isn't (laughs) self-defense, but rather castle doctrine, Missouri castle doctrine permits the use of deadly force. Uh, Even in the case of reasonably perceived attempted on unlawful entry. Okay. So maybe he has something to work with there. If there was some kind of um, force applied to the door. I, I'm, I'm sure will probably be the distinguishing factor there. Uh, mm. And may, I suppose that the rule is probably more complicated than just, can you touch a doorknob or something like that? Because the other yeah. factor here is the time of night, the circumstances under which this happened. I think that, you know, having someone touch your doorknob at two in the afternoon, say UPS package guy, even though strictly speaking, you shouldn't be touching your doorknob though. His presence right. isn't suspicious. This is a situation in which this, the presence itself would be viewed suspicious to a reasonable observer. I would be suspicious if I, I would view that suspiciously rather is the way to phrase that if I was that, in that situation. So maybe I'm not uh, giving enough credit to the possible defense here. Maybe there's more available than I initially thought. Yeah. We'll see how it develops. Thanks for the info. uh, Pepsidil, uh also a monthly supporter. Thank you for supporting the show. Parlor disappeared perhaps for good. And it got zero news, your thoughts on what was once an up-and-coming platform and uh and, Parler, and a is that still a thing? website used to be. It actually just went offline like a week or two ago. Because oh, it got yeah. bought out by some other company. And I was still using it to promote my stuff, but it seemed like the user base there had really dried up. For a while, it kind of had a little bit of uh of use, especially like around and after January 6th, I think when huh. Amazon cut them off and then they came back, that kind of got people interested in it and right. then it sort of went away. They're saying they might bring it back or some form of it back, but yeah, it's offline for now. I had thought about talking about it, but cut it for other news because I think part of the reason that parlor has been sold off or abandoned is because people generally don't care that much about parlor. Yeah. So yeah. it is what it is. At least uh Kribble says at least de, de coming to America story meets the end. It deserves in the great Gatsby. I haven't seen uh, I've read the book, but I have not seen the uh, I
4: haven't read it in a long time. But I and I also have not seen
0: the one time I was a substitute teacher. I had to teach the great Gatsby.
4: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Just stay one chapter ahead of the kids. That's all I had to do. (laughs) Cribbles uh, forgot. Jack went down with the ship. I think suffered Titanic in theater. Made me never again. Oh, made my never again. Oh, made my never again list. He'll never watch it again because of how much he hated it in theaters. That's what he's saying attaboy link to the future says uh good night guys well uh thanks for tuning in and uh thank you for the well-wishing as well looks like we're good on d live we give a quick refresh over on tippy and youtube and we'll call it an evening let's see Uh, esoterica unbound says blonde see you Oh, blonde cocked on this tedious neo-Marxist screed. Decades later, I'm still angry over the two hours of my 30s wasted watching these two idiots escape, <laughs> then run back te- down toward the flooding over and over again. There is a lot of running. They around. did
4: that so much, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, but I don't know. I, there's still enough about Titanic that I I like more than I hate. Except for Old Rose is hopefully dead and burning <laughs> in hell at this point. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else before we get out of here?
4: she'd say that diamond and given the money to us
0: <laughs> yeah rose is in the chat uh she's yeah. got a nice she's got a great super chat for us uh appreciate uh your time this evening guys uh appreciate your support for the show your super chats all of your chats in general and of course uh helping us stay in touch with the facts on things we may have missed i'm gonna read more about this missouri castle doctrine stuff because i want to understand that yeah. as well as i possibly can so perhaps we'll return to the Ralph Yarl stuff in the future as well especially as more facts become available anyway if you want to uh, catch more of the show head on over to the website check out the podcast page mattchristiansandmedia.com slash podcast we got the call-in show replay we got other material you might not find on YouTube Blondes interviews things like that all over there linked in the description and again on the uh, website com. speaking of you want to find anything show related head on over to the website mattchristensenmedia.com. We'll be back next Sunday, because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd, it's not me at the press, it is the Matt and Blonde show. Have a good night.